hands up, turn off things, go back, but we come bearing uh, gifts of, uh, of a friend, Zach. Hey, yo, we are plus one today, tonight, this weekend. We got Zach Gibson, dude. I'm this is a longtime friend of mine. Uh, man, I'm totally biased on this. One of my favorite drummers. Uh, I, I got to plug that in there. Uh, he's in, man, how many bands have you not been in? He's in Shit Life. They're a Detroit thrash grind band. They're fucking amazing. Dude likes really twisted, fucked up movies. And uh, welcome aboard, man. Thank you for having me. Stoked to be here. Absolutely, and uh, yeah. I, 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 want, I want to point out that he picked the movie that we're going to talk about. Oh, he was all about this movie. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to let Jared uh, let you guys in on what... No, I'm going to let Zach tell us what the fucking movie is we're going to be talking about. Oh, okay, well, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about a Serbian film, one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off. Your yeah. love of this movie, man. I haven't met anybody who loves this movie as much as you. I, yeah, well... I, I, the reason I even fucking know about this movie is because of you guys. I think uh, it was. I think it was initially you that told me it was one of the nights that we went to fucking City's Edge or whatever that fucking shit bar Jeez was. Edge. You know, yeah, dude. Yeah, drinking was like dollar fifty, dollar twenty five hams, seventy five cents, seventy five cents. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna yeah. bring that up actually, dude, because I'm responsible for you, or we're responsible for you finding Serbian film, but you're responsible for Jared and I hanging out for the first time. We've been friends 10 years, so uh, cheers to that. And then I remember we hung out. I said, I think I stayed at your apartment. We were drinking Yingling, black and tans. I'd never had them before. Yep. And fucking Evan Williams. Yep. And you drove me home the next day, and we're like jamming Dark Throne in your old, would you have a Ranger? Yep. Okay. Yep. So we're just like, fuck it, fuck Graveyard Slut. I'm like, hey, you know, speaking of sluts, there's this movie <laughs> called Serbian Film. And you're like, really? I'll have to check it out. And like, I think we linked up like a month later and like, dude, that movie fucking rules. I'm like, <laughs> I, that was not what I expected to hear. But yeah, so that's how that started. Serbian Film, dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I remember when we, uh, me and Ashley got the DVD of this at a convention. It was like, at the time, the only copy of it you could get. And this guy was like, yeah, I got it it's i think it's honestly looking at it now i'm pretty sure it's a straight fucking like bootlegged ass dvd because there's parts that are in english on the back and there's like some asian like japanese characters on the back so i don't know where the fuck this dvd came from but you used to borrow movies from us and i would slip it in your fucking stack every time <laughs> one time he did uh i was dropping him off I'm like yeah man here's your movies he's like cool and I'm like, as he's walking out the door, I'm like watching him. He's flipping through the movies, and he just fucking stops, turns around, walks back, opens the door, like throws his like nice fucking try. Yeah. So when I first like started hanging out with Jared, I was in awe of how many DVDs he had, right? And every week, I would borrow like a stack of DVDs <clears throat> of movies I hadn't seen or hadn't seen in a long time, and this, and I'd always put them in a grocery bag. And he drove me home, yeah, and then like handed me the bag out of the back seat. I almost forgot my movies, and like I'm walking up to the front door and I've like seen Serbian film and he purposely did not drive away he was waiting for that to happen <laughs> and I just walked back and threw it in the back seat like fuck out of here with that shit man I don't want that dude he thought it was funny but yeah I watched it on my own the first I've seen it twice I think I watched it with you once and then on my own yeah 
and that, I'm good. So it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. But Zach loves this fucking movie. I do. Yeah. I've 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 watched it more than uh, most people probably would ever think about watching it. <laughs> Your band member uh, Chris was like. Uh, I hit him up and I was like, dude, Zach's going to be on our podcast, dude. And he's like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, we're talking about Serbian film. And then he like, the dots came up. He was <laughs> typing. He's like, yeah, I was going to, yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that on my, uh, I don't want to, I was going to name a scene, but I don't want that in my DMs for in, the Instagram police to see. And I'm like, it's cool. I think I know which one you're talking about, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Facebook got rid of our fucking shit life page, so I don't got to worry about any kind of shit like that anymore. Yeah. Um, fucking algorithms, man. Anybody that knows me knows that uh, I I like this movie a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool, man. That's cool. Um so this movie came out in 2010, was met with tons of controversy before it even officially got released. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it's weird because in since you and I have been hanging out, we've been to a ton of conventions. Yeah. And there's always one kid with a Serbian film shirt on, and I stay as far away from that fucking kid as I can. It's not because the movie is like, I know what the movie is, it's that kid's donning the shirt for a reason, and there's not a lot of them around. The ones that... Like the one weird dude that comes out of the crypt in the basement when Slayer used to play Harpo's. That hasn't seen daylight for 364 days. But he's going to definitely OD in the corner and then wake up somehow, miraculously, at a Slayer show. That's the Serbian film kid. His shoelaces are tied way too tight. You know, you know the kid I'm talking about. Dude, this movie, okay. So this Zach is not, Zach is not, he's the opposite of that. He's like the coolest dude that probably likes this movie that much. This movie's weird, man. Like, you go on forums and horror groups and whatever, and you can just bring this movie up, and you still get people getting pissed off that yeah. this movie exists. Mm-hmm. Which it doesn't surprise me when it's just like casual horror, like casual movie fans, because obviously you're really going to get offended by this movie. But when you're in horror groups and they get this fucking salty about this movie, it's just it still it still surprises me to this day. But you kind of get a mix of you get the people who are pissed off that this movie exists. And then you get the people who, they see that this movie pisses so many people off and people hail that as uh, this big controversial thing that now they just get pissed off that the movie sucks. They're always just bad-mouthing the movie. Like, oh, that's fucking, it's a stupid movie. It's fucking dumb. So you get this, like, it's getting shit from all sides. Yeah. Which I think is really fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my whole thing is, like, like say, like, Cannibal Holocaust. When that came out, that was a big fucking... That dude was on trial for like making a snuff film, right? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. They had so, to they had to have the some of the actors come in to prove that they didn't get killed or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's <clears throat> that's uh, move up to twenty ten. That's what Serbian film is, it's just, right? I mean, it's like yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's not that like I, I have nothing bad to say about the movie. The only thing that concerns me is the quality of the picture, like, and that seems to bother people because it's it looks like a studio released film. With the content in it, you would think, think you'd see that in like a low budget movie, but yeah, this was like it's, well, it's not. It's not shittily done, right? I and think that's a lot of the issue, dude. That that, you know, that's that's why that fucking movie hits so hard, honestly, because like it's so well shot and just you know, it, it's not a fucking, it's not a piece of shit. Like it's not like a German splatter film, right? I mean, there's, yeah. there's shit looks realistic. They had a they had the, a fucking the cinematography is fucking great. That's what I mean. The sh- some of the shots, the are lighting's like just, amazing. Yeah. Everything just looks crisp. 
Like it, it looks too high high quality for the content, and I think I don't think it's the first one to do it, but I think it's the first one that did that much of extreme imagery looking that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah most definitely. When you go back to like the Cannibal Holocaust, the I Spit on Your Graves, the movies that really pissed people off and like pushed the envelope, they were not shot like even at that time. You take, like, say, like, Halloween or the original Friday the 13th, and they had big budget, like, big companies pushing it. But then Cannibal Holocaust was independently released and definitely had a grainy fucking shittier look to it, so you would expect to see that in a B-movie. But, the, you know, what pissed people off was the, like, the Friday the 13th, the amount of gore that was in that, but it was pushed by fucking Paramount Pictures. It's like, <laughs> right. they had the backing for it, so the shit, you know, then you got Tom Savini doing the special effects. It really looks like an arrow's going through that dude's trachea. Like, people weren't ready. They were not ready, and I don't think when Serbian film came out, nobody was fucking ready for that. Oh, hell no. Yeah, they were not ready. Take the realistic special effects that through time obviously build up now you're able to do and put it to people wanting to do the type of ideas that are in this movie it that it, it wasn't done on that grand of a fucking scale right. looking that crisp that yeah. sharp yeah now i'm gonna i'm gonna before we get into this movie i'm gonna say that i haven't watched it in a while i was gonna rewatch it and it's not that i'm against rewatching it i just didn't get around to it we were supposed to actually do this episode last week and i was gonna watch it but I work and I sleep and I work and I sleep and I didn't get around to watching it. But I do remember the film, but I'm sure Zach watched it how many times in the last couple of weeks? Couple? Well, I mean, just I, I watched it today, like an, an hour or so before there I left to come here. And I watched it last night, too, you know? Okay. So, I mean, you guys would probably be a little bit more refreshed on the, uh, the ins and outs of the movie. But I do remember it. I mean, I'm never going to forget it. So let's get into it, man. So, yeah, 2010. Um, what was uh, – at what point when you seen this movie the first time, Zach, I have to ask you this. I don't think I've ever asked you this. What was the first scene or first thing where you just knew what you were in for? What was like – Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I don't – that's, that's, that's kind of difficult because, like, the first time you see it, you don't, you don't really know, like, what – you know what I mean? Like, you don't really know what you're getting into. Right. But, like, going back and watching it and, like, certain things that are said, you'll, I don't know, you, you, you get a little idea for it. But I think uh, when, uh, I don't know, like, the first the first time they show fucking Vukmir, like, in the reflection of the, the window as, as Milos' car pulls up, uh, I don't know, man. Like that, just seeing that guy makes me—it's always made me feel like a little uneasy. But then they, you know, they go in and they start talking about like what they want to do, and Milos is like, you know, I don't. He gives them the contract. And he's like, I, I don't know, you know, what uh, what I'm shooting. I don't know, you know, this yeah. or that. And just when when Vukmir's like, you know, you don't need to know. It'll, it it just wouldn't be as good as if if you you know if you knew. Yeah. Like I think then like I was like. All right, I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> see, even shit's then, about to get hairy. <laughs> yeah, see, but I didn't, I had, didn't, I didn't pick up on that like that. I still, at that point, didn't. Well, I wasn't ready, dude. I, you know, obviously, you know that some shit's gonna go down. Just that transaction of fucking dialogue is like, yeah. But I didn't know to the extent of how far they were gonna go with it. But you definitely knew like something's, something, something's gonna happen. Just like I said, dude. As soon as they show that guy, like you know. 
this guy ain't up. He's like up to no good. You know? Yeah, he, he looks like the fucking stereotypical like Bond villain for sure. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I didn't. Even, <laughs> I never thought of it that way. But uh, yeah, so I'll let you get into it, man. I mean, what? Uh, give me a breakdown on this movie. Like, why do you like it so much? Uh, well, I mean, for one, I think it's it's mostly because of it. it after the first time I watched it, like, I was, like, questioning myself. <laughs> I was like, dude, I kind of feel like a fucking scumbag for watching this, you yeah, know? As we all do. <laughs> but at the same time, like, for me, um, what constitute as as great art is anything that, like, can evoke, like, emotion like that from you. Right. Um, you know, like you were talking about Cannibal Holocaust earlier, the first time I watched that, dude... Um, the the scene with the turtle yeah that made me feel fucking physically ill and yes. like it still does every time i fucking see it like to this day yeah um, but like once you get past the initial shock of like that i don't know it, it there's something there to be appreciated and i i think like with a serbian film like we were saying it's so well done the shit that you see like it, it's there's like just enough grit but it's you know yeah Honestly, I think you can say that with a lot of movies where if you can get past the initial shock of the, the there's scenes in these movies that are, are meant to shock you. Clearly, you can't even deny there's at least a handful in this movie that are just intended for shock. Definitely. Um, to, to elicit a response, but if you can get past that and still watch, then watch the movie again and realize that it's actually a good movie, that's what makes these movies fucking last. Because other than other, if they're not, if they're if it's just there for the shock and just there for the the gore and whatever. It's just going to be a blip on a radar. It's going to be a fucking forgotten movie. And I think that's another reason people get so salty with this movie is it's not a bad movie. Right, correct. Once you yes, get past definitely. all that, there's still the storyline that actually makes sense. And it's actually a pretty decent fucking storyline. It's very uh, melancholy ending, you can yeah. say. Uh, <laughs> you don't, there's, it doesn't end on a high note. <laughs> no. No. Uh, but yeah, it's it's... You get past the shock, and it's still a good fucking movie. Just watch it like second, third time, and you're like, "All right." Yeah, I'm actually gonna go back and rewatch this. Uh, I just found out it's streaming on Prime. I no don't, shit. I don't, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, I don't, a long way. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> time to be alive. <laughs> but see, like, okay, like, like, I'm, I'm so glad you said that, Zach. Like, anything that elicits a reaction, if it moves you that much, in a good or bad way. Yeah, and I mean that's, I mean that's that's many, yeah. movies, music, Correct. fucking art, art, like pictures and shit, like that. That's anything, dude. I yeah. think, um, like when when an artist of any sort like can can put something out and get that type of a reaction, that's you know your job's complete. Yeah, there's so many bands that you've showed me. We both have listened to. We both, Jared and I, have listened to like shit fucker. Some <laughs> of their shit definitely offends people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, just, you know, I mean, like, yeah, with all three, like, art, music, and, yeah, dude. Serbian film, though, I don't think there's been one since. See, I'm trying to, like, before we did this, I was thinking of movies around that time that I had seen that I had got a similar feeling, like, Martyrs. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so, like, that, there were scenes in that where I'm just like, man, it's just fucking depressing to see somebody go through the fuck, and then the ending is just... A big fuck you, which was cool, but you get some type of like, yeah, that was her fuck you for, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. For doing this to me. You're not going to know what's on the other side. Almost like she died knowing and seeing what they were trying to get out of her. 
and she refused, even in all the pain, all the bullshit. That was one. And what was another one, dude? I was thinking, remember I told you I always fucking, there was a movie around that time that came out. It wasn't Serbian film, wasn't Martyrs, but it just depressed the fuck. It was, it was, um, it's very depressing, dude. It's like hard to watch and shit. And it's not gory. It's not, I know it's weird. Just a very melancholy movie. It'll come to me, but Martyrs was one that definitely, you know, got irreversible. Yeah. There's some fucking movies out there. It's just like, oh my God. And I'm talking post 2000. Yeah. There's a ton of them from the 70s and 80s, dude. Like Miss 45, I Spit on Your Grave, The Cannibal, The Cannibal Ferox. I mean, seeing someone's dick get chopped off, definitely going to fucking elicit a reaction out of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, because yeah. you remember, Zach, we used to go to Mammoth Video. Yep. Uh, and they had all the fucking, yeah, all the fucking, <laughs> uh, the OG, like the Gates of Hell and fucking. We, faces of Death. Faces fucking, of Death. All that shit. All the fucking Ilsa movies and the Orgy <laughs> of the Third Reich. We, if there was a warning label on it, we rented it. Remember Norm worked up there. Yep. Dude, Norm. School's a drag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the sign says $5 for five days, but you guys can have 10 for five days. We're like, fuck, we walk out of there with a fucking stack of tapes, dude. And uh, I was right across the street from Top Shelf, bottom line. Yep. <laughs> Top Shelf liquor, dude. Hey, you get a fucking case of King Cobras. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Those are the days. But, yeah, and that's where I found a lot of the movies that, that I love today, like The Gates of Hell, the original zombie fucking... It was around what oh two probably oh two oh three yeah and then we yeah so I seen a lot of those but like moving forward when I started hanging out with you you fucking introduced me to a ton of fucking movies I'd never heard of or seen and post two thousand I think Serbian film for sure and Martyrs are the two that I'm just like man hey, I'm trying to think what that third one was that you're talking about I think you know what I'm talking about right I brought it up before I think so I can't think of it it's um it's along those lines though and it's just like uh. Really bums me out when I watch it. It's just like, man, why? God. Oh, well, there's the one. What's that one that uh, with the bikers and shit? What the fuck was that? It's the bikers. Not Havoc. Was it Havoc? Chaos? Chaos. Chaos. Have you ever seen Chaos? I don't think so. It came out in 05, right? I believe so. Fucking rough city, son. It's fucking uh, Special Simone's kid in it. Maybe. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. right before he, right before he died. Yep. Yeah, that movie you should probably check out. What is it? The, the kids run into like a biker gang or something. Something like that. I only oh, watched it once. That ending is just that's not a happy ending. There's no bright spots in that movie. It's not quite Serbian film, but it's fucking <laughs> it's it's pretty rough around the edges. So check that out if you get a chance. It's called Chaos. Chaos. Yeah, definitely will do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Serbian film has one scene. I'm sure you guys know what scene that is. That I just it, it, at the time of watching it drew the line for me. <laughs> That's everybody's line. Yeah, that is the line that people bring up. That they saw that and they now they hate the movie and it's horrible and it, they, they stop watching it after that. And that's everyone's fucking line. Zach made a good point though. Once, like when I seen that, you can't unsee it. I'll never forget it. But once you realize what it is and take it for what it is, that reaction, that scene was meant to elicit a reaction and a feeling. And you, unless you're completely null and void of fucking emotion, dude. Yeah, soulless piece of fucking shit. Correct. <laughs> you're gonna feel something from that. It's not gonna be. I would hope it's not good. So, but just the fact that, like, going back to the like, the way this is shot in the cinematography, that scene. To be put in a movie shot like this with the quality, someone definitely was like really 
stepping out of the box to try to put something out that was how many fucking movies shocked people this is fucking different this is like no one's went there yeah no one's went there dude what's funny is and i don't know if i totally buy this is uh the director said that they didn't go into this with the intent to do the things that they did it was just they had the story to tell and these this is the way it ended up being and i'm like i kind of feel like you you were at a drawing board and you had ideas for scenes you wanted to shoot like this there's no way you this just came out of like yeah organically. I, I don't know like this is organic to the fucking plot like yeah a movie it, a movie that fucked up there's there's definitely got to be some uh a little bit more than just a, oh this is just what happened you know like, oh I, yeah like, these, <laughs> these scenes were not jotted down on a cocktail napkin in a fucking diner okay they sat around and took some hallucinogenics or did some shit yeah. like i he has his like and he's been saying this since pretty much when the movie first started showing that it's a metaphor for like serbian life the, the government, government yeah it's like basically like you're right from the time you're born to the time you die and i buy that but i don't buy him saying that he didn't they didn't go in with the intent to make such a shocking movie i'm like come on man no you did yeah we took a shit and this is just what came out but basically. i also <laughs> i also think with movies shit at velcro and this is what stuck <laughs> right with the, the, the people who uh kind of like bad mouth <clears throat> these type of movies like yeah horrible things are happening but you kind of need to have horrible things to happen to show like these people are pieces of shit. So you kind of get the glimpse of these people are pieces of shit. Like this is how much they are pieces of shit, basically. Yeah. And even in the movie, Milos is sympathetic to all that. Yeah. Not really sympathetic, but he's like doesn't want anything to do with it. He says multiple times, and it's not until he's drugged and forced to do all of that stuff, which half this movie is, I mean, it's basically him reliving through the video of what he watched. Or just weird flashbacks that's coming back to him when he goes to a certain spot. So it's it's not like he was like, yeah, I'm going to go do this fucking shit. Right. He's basically like forced to do it, and he's trying to get revenge on the people who made him do it. Right. It's no different in my mind. It's a little bit like twisted of it. But it's like a 70s like rape revenge movie. Yes. Like, yeah, shitty things happen, but you need shitty things to happen to have something to get revenge on. Absolutely. Which leaves you with a, like a closure after the film. Yeah, the only twist with this one is it doesn't have that happy ending, right? Like you get from like even I spit in your graves ending, like it's there's there's the payoff of she got her revenge and everything's good to go. This one he kind of gets his revenge, but it fucks his whole life, his whole family. And they take their own life, oh, <laughs> and then it, it continues after that. Yeah, because he killed everybody, but they have more people. This is that's how big the organization is. Yeah, so start with the little one. Dude, yeah, dude. Seriously, that for, when that's I first heavy, watched dude. That, that's I was fucking like, I was like, heavy. Wow, they killed themselves, and then he was like, "All right, unzipped his pants, like start with Ludo." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, dude. I'm like, dude, this is so grim. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah. It's it's coming back to me. Some of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> kind of drank most of it away, but here we go. Um, no, I, I just read something. Actually, it was. Um, this was supposed to be a parody of Serbian-made politically correct films at the time. Yeah. Originally. Hmm. I don't know. I knew they that. were sought out at the time, uh, I guess around 2009, modern Serbian-made politically correct films that were financed by Foreign Arts Council and Euro Images hmm. Company. They wanted to be the opposite of that. So not only, that's why it pissed so many people off. When you got nine fucking movies that come out 
that are feel-good movies and that becomes the norm and then this comes out and it looks like it's shot with the same budget of those movies that's going to piss some people off it's going to turn some fucking heads but uh, yeah so so this was like a smack of the face of fucking like politically correctness fucking 11 years ago like we're going to make a movie that says nah fuck you I guess um, I don't know how much of that was pre-planned with the, some of these scenes yeah. I do believe that maybe there's a couple of aspects of this movie that weren't pre-planned. They're just like, what? What can we? Where do we go? Where do we go from here? You know what I mean? Like almost like we pushed the envelope this far with our ideas, but I mean, we're still not where I want it to. Just really fucking just go there, and like I think <laughs> that's when they're like, here's a concept, <laughs> and that that's probably the scene that I'm talking about where I'm like. Yeah. Now I forgot about start with the little one. That I forgot all about that shit. I swear I forgot about. Dude, that. the first time I heard that, I was just like, "What the fuck?" Oh my dude? god, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So, um, oh, I wanted to bring up real quick, dude. It's not the movie I'm. I was getting at earlier, but the end of the mist. Okay. Yeah. Like that's fucking sad. You seen that? <laughs> yeah. God, you just see fucking four flash like gunshots go off in the car, and then help comes. Like it's almost like killing yourself with antidepressants. <laughs> That's fucking grim, dude. <laughs> You're so depressed, you use the cure to kill yourself. Like fuck you, <laughs> going out in a blaze. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, um, I don't know, man. I it's been a while since I've seen this, but aside from the 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 scene that I'm talking about what's the scene with the fucking the two was it the wife and the kid yeah yeah, yeah it's like towards the end there. yeah that's towards the end that was, yeah. those are the two the, scenes the cl- like the climax yeah I guess if you will those are basically the bookends yeah of this fucking movie Fuck. yeah like like they the, the movie's kind of going like a normal movie until like that newborn scene yeah and that's like okay now you realize how fucked up this dude actually is and what Milos has kind of gotten himself into, and then it bookends with that scene because you're like, "Where the fuck's it going from here?" Oh. And really, it doesn't go much more after that until the, like you you get a very depressing ending, and then that fucking like start with the little one line. She's like, "Jesus Christ!" Oh man, God, dude, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. That scene though with like the two at this like that's fucking ter- yeah. Oh, dude, that's horrible. Oh, it's fucking God. awful. Mm-hmm. Now, if I remember correctly, they were covered, right? Yeah. That so that it wasn't known until it was known. They were covered. He rolls in. He's all drugged out. Yeah, yeah. And starts banging, starts banging his banging wife. The wife, and then scoots over to because he sees another body. Scoots over to that one. Then mass dude comes in and starts banging his wife. His brother. Yeah. And then they pull Marco. off the mask and realize it's his brother. And then he pulls off the two hoods. Oh yeah. And it's like the son and wife. Which, like, yeah, his whole brother's thing, it's, like, the whole movie's basically, like, you could tell, like, his brother is envious of Milos. Like, his life he lived, the fact that he can just, like, because he's, like, a famous porn star, the fact that he can, like, rail chicks and forever. Yeah. He's married to it, this hot chick. Yeah, because yeah. he even says, like, how does he keep it up for so long? Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. And has this, like, a thing for his fucking wife. Yeah. To the point where he's visiting her and then he has to go to the bathroom and jerk off. Yeah, yeah. Like so, he's like, dude, totally or he's, he's watching the fucking the, the birthday video, dude, while, like getting yeah. fucking domed up by that other chick. Like, 
Yeah. What the fuck's going on here, dude? Yeah. Like he's just this whole his he's envious of his like his, his whole creep. life, his lifestyle, everything. And, yeah. and Milos, on the other hand, like he he lived that life, but he did it for a paycheck. He just wants to live the fucking happy family life and just make enough mo- enough money because he's retired and doesn't have much. Yeah. He just wants to make some money to get him away from there. <laughs> yeah. One last lick. <laughs> Hit one last lick before we fucking get out of this fucking. That then there's the there's the girl who gets him into it, and I the first time I saw this, I thought she was actually had a, a role into it, like was in on it. Oh yeah, yeah. And then she actually when he's she's trying to save him. When he comes in like like it's like the 18th, and then he wakes up and it's the 21st, and that's when he realizes he was drugged, and he starts watching videos, and like she's uh she's talking to what's his name Vukmir yeah Vukmir Vukmir like, like this is fucked up you're not an artist anymore me so and Milos are getting out of here and then the next thing you know she's fucking chained up like. Teeth, teeth pulled out. Oh man! And gets like basically skull fucked to death. Yeah. By the brother. Oh my god! <laughs> like, dude, there's there actually is layers to this because you don't know it's that brother until until he's the end. Yeah. So side by see, side with yeah, me. You see like a couple things wife. with the dude with the hood, and you're like, what the fuck's this guy about? Yeah. I forgot about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's the uh, it's like a reveal. Yeah. Not not only like who's getting on the receiving end of the, that scene. But then the... Yeah, it's like... Then it's like the whole time... It. Yeah, there, there's that too. Yeah. What did Vukmir say? A happy Serbian family. Yep. And all that shit's happening. Like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? Yeah, I know. Yeah, fucking insane. What about the fact that Vukmir's a child psychologist? Yep. Jeez. Like, yeah. yeah, before you see the whole newborn thing, they start talking about how he loves the kids. Yeah, the, the, first, uh, the first scene where they, like, they're shooting and stuff, it's at that... Um, What's the sign say? It's like home for, for abandoned orphans or yeah. some shit like that. Dude, just like from right there, like, you know, like, shit ain't going to be right. God. You know? Yeah, like, they're walking in and everything's supposed to be, like, seem real. Yeah. And you see the girl uh, sitting on the stairs and it's supposed to be the girl he's supposed to, like, fuck. Yeah. And then you the know. mom comes in and the whole time you're watching, you're just like, wait, is this part scripted? of the fucking like, script? Is this how it's yeah. supposed to be? Yeah. Because the girl that's kind of guiding him kind of, like, gives him a hug and puts her head on the shoulder. And then all of a sudden, like, the mom gets dragged away. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know what? You know, I think the, the with all that being said, the one thing that really fucking that scene that I keep referring to, it the fucking the look at like the reaction from the from the mother. She kind of smiles there. There's a sense. Oh of yeah, joy. she she gets she gets real happy there. Oh, yeah. that might happier been, than anybody should be in that been, scenario. What's yeah. happening is awful, but the fact that there's some. Like joy, like it why? adds a yeah that adds another fucking layer to how fucked up that shit is. Oh man, there's like that dude's fucking like greasy looking fucking grin grimace. And he kind of turns to the camera, and then yeah, her. Oh god, yeah that that might have been like <laughs> dude and the 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 fucking the sound effects the like the baby screeching. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that is just. <laughs> That is fucking just awful. Since we're hanging on this fucking scene, did you guys know that was it? I think it was a couple years ago. The the prop sold on eBay. No, really? I didn't know that. The baby prop. How much did it go for? I'm not sure. I I, I remember when it was up, but I don't remember what it went for. I some, don't know. I don't some know fucking some sicko out there, sicker than me, paid top dollar for that oh shit. My God, man. <laughs> that's a, that's fucking yeah. Is that worse than? Filming a scene like that, like wanting to own the prize. Yeah, is that? (laughs) Yeah, this was the. Yeah, how do you? That's a real good icebreaker. 
Like, I'm a huge fan of film. This was the infant. Uh, it's I, in, like, a fucking glass trophy case with, like, a bunch of collectibles. Fucking beanie babies. Like, what's the baby from? <laughs> it's like, what's the baby from? It's like, oh, here's my, here's my Fulci bust. Here's this from this movie. Like, what's the baby from? Serbian film? <laughs> well, I've never seen it. Oh, I got it on DVD. I got them all on Laserdisc. Sit down while I pop some corn for you. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Basically, uh, I'm, I would have to say that anyone that's that's going to check this episode out, if they haven't seen it, most of them probably have or heard of it. Yeah, I'm going to leave it up to you whether or not you want to see I feel at this point, this, this I, stage I of the game. I not encourage anyone to not watch it because I'm not, that, I'm not the fucking film police. Everybody should see it at least once. Yeah, I have to. You know? At this, sta- it's this, <laughs> at this fucking stage of the game, I feel like... At this point, you either seen it or you haven't, and it's, that's the choice you've made. It's For not sure. like, oh, I plan on checking it out one day. It's like, no, you probably already seen it if you wanted to, and you, if you ha- don't, you, you you already made that decision. and You're sticking to it, dude. It took me forever, for fucking ever, to get Chris to watch it. Like, you know, he was, yeah. he was being a little girl about it, dude. Dude, some people just I don't know. Like, some <laughs> I people was don't. told right up front what like this is gonna, but it was in a different way. You told me that you're like, dude, like. It's... That's how it was when you explained it to me, except, like, there was... I, all I knew was that it was a fucking totally fucked up movie. Right. I didn't know how fucked up. You know, I th- I, th- I think most people don't know when they go into it. No. Uh, unless they've done, like, some research or something beforehand. But, um... Dude, honestly, movie-wise, I'll watch any, like, extreme horror. Because it's fucking fake. It's fucking movie. It's, like, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I, I draw the line when people want to try to sh- get me to watch stuff where it's, like, okay, well, this is real. Like, what, what the fucking is it? Uh, Daisy's Torture or whatever the fuck it's called, which is basically, like... Oh, yeah. That fucking... Oh, oh my God, dude. Yeah, I heard about it. I'm, like, nope. And like no one's ever tried to get me to watch it, but when I heard about it, I was, like, what is Don't that? Don't think I, I want to see that. Yeah. yeah, I looked yeah. into it. I'm, like, oh, no. Like, why, the, why is this dude not in prison? <laughs> well, there's that whole thing, Jared, like, with the... Like you are down, and you've showed me a lot, like the the, the mixtapes, the fucking crazy shit we've watched, yeah, crazy films we've watched. But at the same time, you told me that you've seen the fucking video with the with the dudes and the hammer and the oh yeah, three guys, one hammer. But yeah, but I that's totally fucked. That you know, affected three him. kids that killed the dude in Germany. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You brought that up a few times, like when we were partying and shit. Like, man, I, I just can't get the imagery out of my head from watching that. I would really wish I hadn't watched that. Watch it at work. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I have. I've never seen it. I, I after you told me about it, I didn't feel the need to. I already. It's fucked up, man. Like, especially like you, you know what it is when you're watching. Yeah. You can't. It's not like oh, I'm watching this fucking movie. and These are killer special. Very effects. fucking like, you, crudely shot you on know old you cell phone. Watching, like you were watching a guy get murdered. Yeah, and the shit that they do, it's like. And then they go back to the car and wash their hands off, and they're laughing about it. Mm-hmm. Did you see the pictures and shit later? Yeah, where they went to the funeral and they were flipping off the casket. Oh yep. man, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those kids were fucked, man. That's yeah, fucked up, man. Yeah, like fucked up movies. Serbian film clearly is one of those. I'm, I would never say anything like you know. If you want to hate it, hate it. If you fucking obviously, I don't agree with some of the fucking. I don't. Yeah, obviously, not, I don't think any of us do. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you guys would be my homies if you were down with any of that. But it's a fucking movie, dude. <laughs> yeah. Let's get real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. And it's not. I don't not watch it often because it 
scares me. It's too fucked up for me. It's not even that. It's just I don't ever feel the need. I never sit down and I'm like, you know what? It's been a while. <laughs> it's not what it doesn't. <laughs> but there are some fucked up movies like August Underground, Mortem. Sometimes I'm like, it's been a while, right? And that's a that's a doozy. That is the movie I was talking about was was a that one. Dude, Human Centipede 2. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got the yeah. first one, and I've seen the third one. Got a pee. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we know how to... There's He's a magician with that. We can pause it and, like... Cool. Yeah, the, uh... The fucking Human Centipede movies. First one is... Eh. Like, it's not as great as... It's not this extreme horror that everybody made it out to be. Like, what the first one's supposed to be. Yeah. And it's like they amped it up for the second one. Because the first one's kind of shocking just for the simple fact of what it is, but it's nothing like, it's not like super extreme horror. No, no, no. It's just, it's, it, to me, the first one is a concept. Someone came up with a concept and just decorated around the concept of a human centipede. There's some dialogue there. There's some weird atmospheric, like, tension. You know, they show up at a fucking house. They don't, you know, and then, the, it, like, the first one, I feel is it definitely shocked people. It definitely was like never done before, but it was more of a film. Like you're watching a film. You know what I mean? Yeah. The second one. I feel the second one was them trying to take it what they thought, what people thought the first one was going to be. And then what the movies that were coming out in that genre at the time. And they just oh. amp it up. Yeah. See, like I was, like the like the first like the first one's a film. The first Human Centipede. Yeah, there's like there's dialogue. There's scenes. There's like the way it's shot. You're invested into this. The second one to me is just a collection of scenes of very depressing, oppressing, lifeless, joyless. There's no bright spots. It the monotone, the black and white, and that just you go from uh, the first one where the dude's a surgeon. To the second one where well they can't have teeth, so I'm just gonna break them out with a fucking hammer. Well, the second one, the dude. I mean, you know what I mean. The oh, second what? one, the dude's a fan of the first one. Correct. Yeah. So it's like Which this is whole like meta thing. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, that okay, and, and and I know everyone in their fucking brother has heard of the Human Centipede movies, but the second one, the third one to me was just a parody. There was like a porn star in it, and shit. I didn't even watch yeah. it because I just felt Danny like, Trejo and yeah, shit. Danny like, Trejo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The guy from fucking Machetes in there. I felt like, like the third one was just going to just be ridiculous because like, oh, how many people are going to add to this fucking centipede? And I'm like, I'm not watching that. It's going to be get ridiculous. Dude, the third one was the Sharknado of that trilogy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Who, well, who was totally? The, it's like the, the feast porn movies. star that was with the sheriff and shit. Uh, was, I don't she was all famous. Back then. I, I don't remember. I, I I watched it one time, dude. Honestly, yeah. it was. I'm, I'm actually I'm not fucking terribly familiar with um, any any of the the three of those movies. I mean, I've seen them all, but like I, yeah. I definitely haven't like watched them like multiple times or anything like that. But the that, second one is that grim. second one is fucked. Yeah, man. it's grim the, as fuck. Dude. The dude, like the surgeon guy, he's all fucked up looking. He's like mm -hmm. the English fucking Brian Peppers or some shit, dude. Like, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Jared got a sick ass movie poster of the second one. Dude, it's fucking okay. So we went and seen something at Royal Oaks Main Art Theater, and you've been there before, right? Mm -hmm. So you know how like uh, when you walk in to go to the theaters, it spans and there's a wall in the middle, and where they have posters for upcoming. And I think somebody there designs them all. They just love my seventeens. Look it up, and I look, and there's 
Human Centipede 2, but the poster's all in, like, baby blues, pinks, and yellows, and there's, like, unicorns and rainbows, yeah. and it's, like, Human Centipede 2, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm like, I'm leaving, right with, up that. The wall, I'm like, I'm leaving awesome. with that poster. <laughs> yeah. Came walking out of the movie, I just took it down and, like, rolled it up and put it in my sleeve, and I'm pretty sure the chick behind the concession stand saw me, she just, like, looks at me, I'm like, see ya! Yeah. I'm like, dude, I gotta have this, this is too funny. Yeah, you showed it to me, I'm like, oh my god. I think it was like a dude riding a unicorn. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> like totally fucking uh, Ace and Gary. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, the second one. I, you should probably rewatch that now that we've. You guys have dug up some things that I've I. I definitely. About. I remember the second one more than the first one or the third one. Definitely. Yeah. You know, there was. Yeah, there was. Like the fucking the teeth and shit, oh, dude. Yeah, dude. that that was that was some pretty jarring stuff there. Oh my god, what was uh, was that the one? What movie am I thinking of where they put the fucking wedge against the teeth? Is that Last House on the Left? No, was that um, there's fetus, but he oh, uses maybe. a hammer. There, there is a scene and there is. You're right, but it's a dream. It's, it's, like, it's a, like the fucking the, the. I think it's like the mom and the dad. Isn't it? Yeah. But it's a dream. He has a dream. It, yeah, it is a dream. Yeah. I think it might have been the remake, which came out around that time that the Human Centipede mm-hmm. 2, where they do that, but the sound of the wedge scraping against the teeth, and then it's a mini sledge, and just that, just the thought of that really fucks me up. I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. Are you kidding me? Like, like, you got the whole, like, bite the curb thing that everyone talked about in the 90s with, like, you know, Edward yeah. Norton and shit, and the sound of his teeth scraping. Oh, yeah, dude. That the first, the. Oh, it's yeah. so great, but the 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 wedge, like how does that work? <laughs> That's fucking blunt oh, force wait. trauma, dude. Are you thinking of um? Oh fuck! Yeah, see, like that. It's a different. It's an Asian. It's a Asian movie. Not Ichi the Killer. Oh, audition? Uh, no, not audition either. No, no. It's a um, motherfucker. They made a remake of it, an American remake, and it fucking was horrible. Guinea Pig? No. Um, son of a bitch. It's, yeah, it's not the American version of the guinea pig yeah. series. I have, like, the fucking DVD set of the, the Japanese ones. Man. Nice. Yeah, all of them. Oh, fuck, where'd you get yeah. those? Uh, I bought them off of, um, fucking Nev, uh, the guy that did this shit life oh. logo oh, here. Oh, nice, right on. Yeah. Well, those guinea pig movies, man. That's a fucking, that'll harsh your mellow real quick. But, Dude, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That second one, especially, man, that was like that's the first one I saw. Yeah, um, that's one of those movies that that was like on every fucking list. That was like you know those uh, twenty, thirty, fifty most disturbing films of all time yeah. and shit. Yeah, that's and, how I found uh, I found Eraserhead. Yeah, hell yeah, that was on that was on a few of them, and that was my introduction to Lynch. Yeah. Lynch prayer candle. Yeah, uh, yeah. I fucking David Lynch always. Dude, he uh, rules. Oh, yeah. I actually, you know what? It's funny that you mentioned Eraserhead. I actually just watched that for my first time, like, last year. No, it was earlier this year. Yeah? Which is fucking insane because, like, I, I love Lynch. I'm a huge Twin Peaks fan. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking Blue Velvet. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Inland Empire? Mm-hmm. That might be one of my favorites. He That's a real good one. I don't think Jared's dude. seen it yet. I've been talking I have about not that seen for, since we since we started hanging out like ten years ago. I'm like, dude, Inland Empire. Like, 
he push he, he outlinches Lynch in that one. It gets really <laughs> weird. You know what I mean? Like, oh it's, yeah, it's like blurring the lines of like fucking reality and dream. Like, it's I love it, man. But yeah, and Mole, as Mole as per Mole. David Lynch style, dude. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever? Okay, question. Have you ever seen the Straight Story? The Straight Story. It was released by Disney. It's a Lynch film. No. Yeah. I don't think it's so. A, it's a it's a like a PG movie about two brothers that didn't speak to each other for fucking thirty or forty years and. One of them never learned how to drive, and he drove his tractor cross country to see his brother before he died. And it's like a tearjerker, kind of like a Disney family movie, but it's like awesome. It's a Lynch movie. No shit. Yeah, it's a Disney movie. It's called The Straight Story. Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll watch anything that that guy's made. The dude that's been anything in, that he's associated with. Yeah, you would. Uh, you would dig. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's not like uh, there's some awkwardness to it because it's Lynch, but in a wholesome way. Sure. Um, his because this dude was like straight up like not. A part of society like owned a farm and then he had to go through these big cities on a tractor and he didn't know have <laughs> no sense of direction but he, he's got to go see his brother before, you know anyway the fucking uh, what's what's his name harvey dean the guy that's been no, in, yeah he's in like pretty in pink and shit like that yeah the guy that's in every lynch film it he's in it there's a lot of those well no the you know the guy i'm talking about fucking um harvey dean something he was the fucking detective in Christine. Like, uh, he was in, uh, he's been in every Lynch movie. So, and Laura Dern was in a lot of them, too. Yeah, like, dude, he he has a bunch of the same people in yeah. a lot of his stuff. Yeah, Mulholland. She was, Mul- she, yeah. she was in uh, Blue Velvet. F- fucking. Wild at Heart. Yep. Yeah, he stuck with, like, he got what he needed out of the Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was his fucking main dude for a lot of shit. Well, the older guy. You know what I'm talking about. You've seen him. He's got, like, you know, he's like the older dude that was. Yeah, I, I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it was just him and some Willie Nelson looking guy. Uh, <laughs> we're brothers. And... <laughs> dude looks like Willie Nelson, literally. Uh, but the straight story, the only one that, you know, and I'm sure I'm not in the minority with when it comes to Lynch is Dune, kind of. And I know that there's, like, the new one coming out. and Yeah, fuck the new one. I, I haven't seen it, but, like, dude, I, I don't know. You <sighs> There's just some things that you shouldn't fuck with. Yeah. And uh, David Lynch work is just, like, one of those fucking things, in my opinion. Yeah. You but know? Dune's the only one that anyone ever attempted. Yeah, that's you, true. Who's going who's gonna to remake fucking Mulholland Drive, dude? Who can? Who can, right? Yeah. And, I mean, dude, have you seen Fire Walk with me? The, like, the Twin Peaks movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen all that shit, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, uh, man. Even, like, did like uh, did, he did The Elephant Man, correct? Yep. Anthony, yeah, mm-hmm. see, all that shit's fire. It's all good. Like, Dune was the only one that was kind of, like, weird, but it's still cool. Yeah. It's just yeah. nerdy. Yeah, like, it's a fucking, it. It's, like, nerdy as fuck. Right. It's, you know. But, you know, uh, I think Jared told me that the only reason that Dune was made was because he turned down Return of the Jedi. Uh, something like that. I think he did. He it was something like that. Yeah. Lucas reached out to him for Return of the yeah. Jedi, and he's like, "I'll make my own." And there's Dune happened. But <laughs> could you imagine a Return of the Jedi with fucking David Lynch? Like, ah, let's do it again, <laughs> but this time good. <laughs> fucking dude shouts into empty buildings like at people that never existed. And he's like, "Martha, can you hear me?" And like the cast is like, "Is he done yet? What the fuck are we doing?" And he sits in that fucking thing at his house as the sun goes by that painting and then starts his day. Like, Lynch is the man, dude. Absolutely, yeah. man. I can't believe you've seen uh, Eraserhead for the first time recently. I, you know, it's insane. I've I've seen so much of that dude's fucking shit, and yeah, Eraserhead, fucking twenty twenty one. Finally, I, I didn't go to it. I'm pissed, but they played a racerhead at uh, Michigan Theater in Ann Arbor. Sick in October. That's my. That's, on, that's. I need to see a racerhead in a theater. 
especially with the with the surround sound shit they have now. Yeah. Like at Imagine, I like. I want a moving seat and shit with the chickens dancing and shit. I want to feel like my seat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some shit, dude. Oh yeah, so like that's cool, but um, yeah, I love I love me some wind shit. Old boy, old boy. Yeah. God damn it. It's fucking like tinging the fucking teeth, man. <sighs> that's a good movie. Yeah. It was killing me. I couldn't remember the fucking name of that yeah. movie. Yeah, it was old boy. Yeah. You, you, were, you were you were when you said itchy the killer. I'm like, eh, but it was like, yeah, yeah. Have you guys seen Visitor Q? You told me about that. Yeah, I haven't it. seen it. It's that movie's pretty fucked up, man. You told me about it too. Yeah, fucking Visitor Q. Dude, the the first time I watched that, like, um, I I actually I had to stop watching it. There's like a a fucking there's a scene where this kid's like beating his mom. And she's like crying. And she's like, "Oh, not not the face, not the face." And dude, I was just like, "Holy shit, I can't watch this. Oh, like, wow. this is fucked." And I know that sounds hilarious because I'm like, "Oh, Serbian film, one of the greatest fucking films ever made." Yeah. And there's like kid fucking and all kinds of other crazy shit. Yeah, but I mean, no, they, <laughs> dude. Oh yeah, you gotta check out a uh, Dream Home. Have you watched it yet? I did. Yeah, I was like, "Did you like I it?" Text you when I was watching it. Oh, you did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I didn't mind. It's pretty good. There's some there. There's a few scenes in there where it's, it gets pretty brutal. Not to the extent of where, where we're at here, like with this episode. But Dream Home was cool, and the concept is awesome. It's a Cantonese film. Fucking uh, end of it. It's kind of like wah wah. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> no, not that bad. The ending was bad. It was like for her. She does all of that to get what she wants, and then it was like the 08 housing crisis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that fucking housing crash of 08. Like, oh man, fuck. Way to keep up with modern times at the time. Yeah. I killed a bunch of people for this house and the recession hits. Now I overpaid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, check that out, though. Do you have Shudder? Yeah. Oh, hell, hey, it's hell on yeah. there. They just uploaded it. It's um, it's it's good. I think you might like it. It's not going to fucking blow you in the back of your seat, but a few scenes will kind of give you a little bit of a tingle. Like, what the fuck? The kids that are all doing drugs and getting high, the rape kids and <laughs> yeah. shit. Man, I couldn't imagine some shit going down like that when I'm on a fucking... <laughs> it's like, what's, what's that scene in the... Was it The Departed? You guys are familiar, obviously, but when Absolutely. DiCaprio comes in and that dude's all high on fucking uh, heroin and he's like, is Frank, in a, is Frank with the FBI? The guy says something, but he's high as fuck. And DiCaprio shoots him in the leg. <laughs> He's like, dude, I'm supposed to go into shock. I'm oh, not yeah. going to shock. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude. You're all fucking partied out, raved out, rolling balls, and just some shit happens, and you're murdered. And you're murdered <laughs> as you're high. That's fucking terrible. Like, Yeah. I don't like going out there when I when I smoke anyway because it's real people out there. But I couldn't imagine being murdered and watching myself being murdered while I'm high, too. Like, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm so stoned and I'm bleeding out everywhere. Uh, but, yeah, so check out Dream Home. And uh, there was another one, too. I wanted to fucking... Oh, you... Okay, so this is like before we started hanging out. Happiness? Mm -hmm. Happiness. Why does that sound so familiar? John Twig fucking told me about it. He's like, have you ever seen Pink Flamingos? Have you ever seen Happiness? Because we got on the subject of most fucked up movies. You guys were Googling the lists. And and I'm like, dude, uh, yeah. Happiness was like... Was that three different stories kind of intertwined? Yeah, it's like three people. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Yeah. 
and the dude's obsessed with like boys. Yeah, and he buys like the, the bot magazines. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, but, but, okay. I'm I'm starting to fucking remember this now. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a fucking. <laughs> that movie's a fucking mess. But I watched that. I actually found that a King video. Like, we were partying at Slayer Dads, and I was, like, looking for those movies, and you could still rent movies at that time at King Video. <laughs> That's I, the copy I own. Is it? You got copy. that. Well, it's been in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, when they started going out of business, started going through, and I cherry-picked a few things, and that was one of them. Mm-hmm. But they were fucking charging fucking eBay prices. They were. They were looking up, like, what movies went for, and, like, I'm like, God, you guys there. are fucking going out of business, man. Like, just... I don't care, mark them up a little bit, but don't be expecting fucking eBay prices on this shit. Yeah, Plus, were... it's used as fuck. Like, every old fucking yeah. idiot's done had it, probably fucking, like, threw it across their kitchen floor a couple oh, times before returning it, and, you know. I, I did rent some DVDs there that were scratched the fuck up, and you could tell that they ran it through the... People been chewing on it and yeah. shit, oh, you my know? God. <laughs> I think it got, like, the, uh, what, the, the Twilight Zone original, like, uh, mm-hmm. they broke them into two DVDs per thing, and I, I rented one, and this... The, Look like someone stood on it and did like the fucking sponge, like the fucking uh, Wizard of Oz on that fucking thing. And I'm like, and then it looks like they ran it through the fucking fix machine where they fix it, it yeah. resurfaces it, and that didn't work. And I'm like, okay, well, the other disc works, but fuck this, right? Dude, before they went out of business, I did kind of get a good deal off of them. Um, just walking through there one day, you happened to walk down the video game aisle, and they had Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And that game, at least at the time, was like a hundred dollar game, and I like I rented it. I was like, "Fuck!" Went back the next day, and I'm like, "Yeah, I want to talk about buying this." And uh, they're like, "Well, we got to talk to the owner. You know, just you got to come. Well, come back tomorrow. We're on this time." I'm like, "Okay." Came back in, and it was like an older lady. And she's like, "Oh yeah." She's like, "I'll sell it to you, but because they, they obviously they check to see how much it's gotten like." rent it out if it's fucking popular she's like I can sell it to you but I'm gonna have to make you pay $14 and I was like okay <laughs> like, let me see if I have that oh man well uh, yeah yeah let me uh, let me check my my fucking balance sweet $14 for like a $100 game alright well that was when I the tape lady I walk in there's this lady that sold VHS tapes at Taylor Town Trade Center the old dirt mall dude you got it <laughs> she was creepy and so was her daughter oh yeah they always had good tapes, right? So I walk in one day, and usually they have just their tapes stacked up the way they are. They had a fucking stand. Gates of Hell. Paragon slip, mint condition. I'm like, whoa. She's like, yeah, but I got to charge you 20 for it. Oh, let me see if I got Like, I walked out. I didn't say shit. I, walked, I was like, dude, this tape goes for at least 50. Now it's going north of 100. Yeah. Geez. And it's in perfect mint condition. It's the slip. It's not the big box, but still, dude. Those people suck, though. Had, you know, it's like not too long after that, they started trying to charge premium for every fucking tape. It'd yeah. be some no, like nothing, fucking just a common ass tape, but they didn't know that, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, we fifty dollars." Go fuck yourself. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I dipped out before that happened. I remember telling that I got a bunch of good tapes from her. Dude, remember when? I mentioned to her, she happened to hear me mention about wanting a uh, projector to try to run all my trailers I got. Oh, yeah. She fucking, like, is hitting Steve up at, like, midnight on a Saturday to get my number because she has a projector and she wants... And then she got, hey, when do you want to come get it? 
Like I never said I wanted. I said I would like to get one. Doesn't mean I can buy one from you. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, I already kind of knew her fucking game. And I was like, Well, I gave her my you number. Know. I said, if you come across Maniac, the Prowler, just before dawn, if you come across any of these, text me. I'll be up here instantly to buy the tape from you. She abused that privilege. And she was texting me at one in the morning, like, Yeah, so what's up with the projector? What about your friend? Do you want these tapes? I'm like, I'm sleeping. Uh, so fuck off. And then I blocked her number and shit never went back up there. Then Tony started going up there. But that was his secret spot. I'm yeah. like, you're just going where I used to go, fucker. Like, Shut up, dude. Dude, what's funny <laughs> is I would that... never tell you where my honey hole is. No, you wouldn't because it's my old one, dick. What's funny is... Uh... Tony, you know Tony. Which one? I know I know like a hundred Tonys. Tony. Tony Cosgrove? What's Tony's last name? Kowalski. Kowalczyk. Kowalczyk. Oh, Tony Oi. Tony, Tony. Tony Oi. Yeah, Tony Oi. All right. There we go. Yeah. I know way too many Tonys. Man. Oh, I mean, yeah, well, like, yeah. No, Tony used to live. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. <sighs> Fucking, yeah. Well, I love Tony, but he was like making fun of us for collecting VHS. And then like three months later, he's like going everywhere hunting for VHS. And then he's like, oh, I got a honey hole. I got a spot I can tell you guys about. And it's like, we both know where he's going, dude. Like, <laughs> We quit going there because she's fucking crazy, but you are too. So you guys are just match made in heaven. Just do what you do, man. Like, have fun with that. I yeah, enjoy. En- enjoy that enjoy. 1 a.m. text. <coughs> I think yeah. he found a couple spots like out by uh, his work. He's working like Sterling Heights or whatever. So you know he has a couple spots out there that he does. I don't even know if he still does tapes. He was he doing was tapes, over- and then he did like move down the blow molds. Yeah. I know he's making cool like sculptures out of fucking bones and shit now, like yeah, animal I bones. Have, he's and doing stuff. a lot of that, dude. That's awesome. I gotta hang it up. He he came over uh, a couple months ago and made me one, and it's got like bones and uh, it almost looks like a dream catcher, like it's all webbed. And then he's got like rune stones, like two. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna hang it in the corner. I haven't done it yet. It's cool as fuck. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he was talking about tapes, but he's not buying them anymore or looking for them if he happens to come across them he will but <coughs> I've gotten some good tapes from him street trash dude mm-hmm. <coughs> he's pissed about that with good reason it's like a $200 tape he's like I found this I don't know thank <laughs> thanks dude thank you <laughs> cheers but Tony he's so weird he's like a phantom dude he's, just, he's like hey what's up and then you don't hear from him for like six months you know like he just hits me up like, hey, dude, if, if I made one of these, would you want it? Yeah. He come, he hung out here for like six hours. We fucking kicked it and shit. Dude, like, he started he was, making stuff, and he was doing like, uh, he did like houses out of like foam. Oh, yeah. He did like an evil dead cabin. He did the Nightmare on Elm Street house. Yep. And he'd come over and show me and like get like, he'd ask me like tips on like how to paint stuff. And then he'd start making other stuff and come over and show me and talk about it. And it was when he made that like mobile thing and he made you. He sent me that's pictures it of it, and I, I said that's that's cool because I, I I could see you selling that. Like, there's definitely people who would buy that. I was like, it's not my style, but people would d- dig it. Yeah, I haven't heard from him since. I think it's when I told him it wasn't my style and it's not something I would want that I, I think he took it as I didn't like it. Now I don't want to hear from him. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I like, dude, you can cool. you can sell people. People would fucking oh, yeah. buy those. Like, oh, I could yeah, yeah. definitely see people buying those. And that's what I was, I was trying gonna to tell give him money. He wouldn't take my money. It's like, uh, what's that? Um, Natalie Labruzzi. Mm-hmm. She makes jewelry. I'm mm-hmm. like, any of my friends that do any of that shit, I don't care how weird and off the wall it is. I will support your art. Yeah, I take my money. It might not be something I'm into, 
I never thought I'd own a mobile with human animal bones. You take my money. You made it. You're my homie. Fucking, I'm cool with that, dude. You know? So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down to, I, you always got to support whatever it is, whatever anybody's doing, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I buy weed from my boss, not from the dispo. A little slice of love in that bag. Plus, I get a discount. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fuck corporate weed anyway. Yeah, so, I, know, right? a, no. I was waiting for it. Yeah, dude. I was waiting for it. Yeah. I mean, that's what the song's about. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, oh yeah, let point out, dude, that show you guys just played, man, with Nakai. And uh, by the way, I've been listening to the fuck out of that new dude. Nakai. They're 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 the the full length. Yeah, the newest one, yeah. uh, Open Veins, Closed Doors. Yeah, that shit's sick. They just. Like, literally, like, a couple of days after that show, Andy made a post uh, that they they did a split with this band from California called Hate for Humanity, and uh, they put up the tracks on Bandcamp and shit. Dude, it sounds like fucking, like, grindcore Morbid Angel. It's, it's fucking sick, dude. Really? Yes. Uh, hands down, like, their fucking, like, best production... Uh, probably fucking like best performance that they've done on on any recordings that I've heard of them oh, and wow. shit. Like, dude, it's this it's, newer, the split. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. it's it's fucking sick. And the hate for humanity; those guys are a badass too. Like, just fucking super quick, fucking grind shit, man. Oh, I'm on it, dude. I, I fuck with Bandcamp hard, dude. I really do. But then that you know, I, I, I'm so poor I can't open up my wallet, and then they stop me from like. Playing music. You only play for so the, long. The time has come yeah, to I open know, thy wallet. I <laughs> but I do buy shit on there, too. Like, I mean, a lot of the shit on there, like, I fuck with Bandcamp hard. I do the Spotify thing, but at the same time, like... Dude, Bandcamp's, like, the best fucking digital platform. I love it, Honestly. Dude. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, a lot of the Detroit band, like, uh, Anguish and shit, they, like... I fuck with Bandcamp, but then after I listen to it so much, they're like, the time has come, and I gotta take a break from it, I hate it, but like, anytime, and I get emails too when there's like a new release, like I follow Transylvania Tapes, um, Sludge Lord Records, just whatever I get, you know, Fuck Yoga Records, they have a bunch of fucking great bands on there too, I love Bandcamp, it's fucking amazing, yeah, oh, yeah. you turned me on to that shit years ago. Dude, that's the, the first platform that, uh, that we were, that we were on. Yeah. Um jail i heard the jail demo on yeah there. hell yeah mm-hmm. dude by, by the way yeah some <laughs> sick shit jail fucking rules dude good fucking lord yeah pretty much a all-star all-star gig there whatever all three are good at what they do i didn't know kyle was that good on drums man mm-hmm. that's fucking sweet i've seen trout quite a few times no idea he played drums, dude. During the whole like quarantine, like everything was like he was putting videos up on Instagram of playing drums. I'm like, whoa, he plays drums, dude. And then seeing Jail, I'm like, he really fucking plays drums. Multi instrument uh, instrumentalist. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I remember seeing him with what was that band back in the day? Live Live to Kill. What they called yep. all those dudes? Do they like mid set? They would fucking switch instruments. Oh, Scum did that too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because he drummed in Scum, and I think he would swap out with um, was it Joe? And I don't know, it was me, Dave. Either way, they would swap out. He'd like play bass or whatever. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was cool as shit. Like when I saw that, I was like hell yeah, man. Fuck I yeah. only know how to play drums, so <laughs> <laughs> I got a bass. I never pick it up. I probably should change that. And I scream, or I used to. It's been a long time. You can still do it. I could. I got a face for radio though. 
Sorry. <laughs> I just do this now. Fucking handsome like, Dan over here, handsome dude. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Must be a chick magnet, man. A voice like that. Hey, you can close every time. Well, work is hard. <laughs> like shooting fish from a barrel. Isn't that right, Sphincter Board? Whoa, getting closer every time. Hey, all right, we're back. <laughs> Wings were. Alrighty. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that show was killer. Nakai fucked it up. I'm checking out that new split, and deterioration yeah. was fucking equally sweet. They were great. And uh, Girth, we've seen fucking Girth a couple times since recently. Since yeah. forever. I almost went to that Sunday show too. I yeah. almost was gonna go, yeah, but I was like, man, I just seen that fucking sick show for five bucks. I'm gonna go see the same one minus you guys for ten bucks, and I don't have beer money. I'm gonna stay home. <laughs> Sorry, Curb. Dude, we've we've played that same lineup like I don't know how many times, like Girth, Nakai, Shit Life, Deterioration. It's always a fun time, dude. Oh god. Nobody a- like nobody nobody fucking grinds like a us Midwesterners oh, god, dude. Yeah. Like straight up. Buckle up. There's 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 a few bands here and there from fucking abroad, but uh yeah, dude. I think now with Isaac moving back to Cali, it's gonna just start kind of having that see a little bit of a hyper blast scene going on over there for sure because he moved uh he started um sulfuric back up there with a new lineup really yeah that's kind of fucked up i guess it was a planned thing as long as long as it's talking to kirby about it like as long as it's a like a mutual yeah you know uh, they still i guess have a couple releases i think i saw him say with the midwest lineup but he started uh it back up with the West Coast lineup. No so shit. No, no trashy then, huh? So no, was, no, yeah, no. like, does Isaac play guitar? Is he, like, writing that shit? Or, because, like, how does a band become the same band, but, like, in a different area I with don't fucking know. different people? I'm not sure exactly <laughs> how that goes. I always thought, I always assumed it was, uh, Isaac just wrote the drums on it. Maybe they come up with something, but I always thought, like, Trashy wrote the fucking riffs. Right, yeah, yeah. My well, assumption, anyway. Last time I seen them, they were a two-piece, right? Or a three-piece. They went. I think they bounced back and forth between the two and three. The trashy piece. was playing guitar. There was Trashy and Isaac, and then there was Trashy Isaac Ryan. Yeah, and then at some point Ryan used to play guitar too, didn't he? Like Trashy was originally was. playing trashy, bass. Yeah, yeah. But then last time I seen him, I think they were a two piece, and Trashy was doing vocals and guitar. Yeah, I've seen it with I think the three piece where Ryan did guitar and Trashy did bass, and then I seen it with fucking. Uh, trashy on guitar, Ryan just on vocals. I've seen, I think, just the two piece. I've seen a set with fucking Kirby on vocals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we're in the fucking huge baby face yeah. or whatever. Yeah. He recorded some of their shit too. Or was yeah, like, he's on it? a few releases. Yeah. Yeah, the, fir- the first time we played with them, actually, it was it was like the three piece version at the the original fucking precinct. See, that's the first time I seen them and they they were fucking incredible. Yeah, they were, dude, they were on fire. That, that show, night, what show was that? I think it was the I want to say it was one of the benefit show like the first benefit show. Cuz there was a hand that every band was good on that. It was yeah. almost like a fest or something. Was it it was Yeah, it was like it guys? was it was upstairs and downstairs. Yeah. Uh Grim Job, was that the Grim Job show where they opened up in the basement? I think so. Maybe. It was their last Maybe. show. Yeah. See a shit played. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure. So you're like, who are these guys? These guys are fucking killer. I'm like, oh, that's fucking Grim Job. They're not a band anymore. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh, then Couple Skate played that, too. Yep. That was my only time seeing Couple Skate, too. And then uh, the Nuke. Was that? that was not the Nuke show. 
Yeah, um, there's there's there been a the few like new... there's been a few fests between all the fests and the fucking um uh Benefit. fundraiser benefit yeah, yeah. shows there. I, it's all fucking a blur. Yeah, no, I mean, what was what? Yeah, because I don't think that was the split set. Uh, shit like Lieutenant Dan split set. I don't think that was the. Number. No, that no. was. Fuck, I that was the new that no yeah the the, the sh- you guys no, no, Lieutenant no. Dan the shit life Lieutenant Dan split set was the precinct benefit show. Okay. Yeah, cause fucking dude. I just remember Nuke played downstairs, Lieutenant Dan played upstairs, and they were the last two bands on. And Lieutenant Dan literally sat on the stage and partied for like an hour, and Nuke had to wait for Lieutenant Dan to play. <laughs> and Dick was getting fucking furious. He's like, Are "These guys ever like? I haven't heard one guitar being tuned." I <laughs> and then, and then finally, I think Zach from Lieutenant Dan smoked about eight joints, and then he's like, "Dude, I might not even be able to play this rock and roll show. I'm way too high." And I'm like laughing, like hanging out with him and shit. We're like smashing beers, and then they, that was the probably the best. Lieutenant Dan set I ever seen besides the split set. Then we go downstairs for the nuke set, and fucking everyone's hammered by that time. And fucking Pete and Mike are doing the painkiller intro, and I'm like, all right. And then Dick's pissed because the PA don't work. Yeah, they use. He couldn't hear us, but he's fucking just like. Well, they used my practice PA for the downstairs band, and I'm like, you guys want to use my this PA for this? I'm like, it's a practice PA. It doesn't go that loud, man. And they're like, oh, well, those little fucking twelve-inch speakers or whatever, yeah, like, like twelve or ten. Well, yeah, it was like the speakers are pretty good, but it's just not powerful. Gotcha. It's, like, it's it just you can't get it for a band that's like turned up to eleven. Oh man! And it was like we're Mike, standing Mike, there, Mike and Tony's amps dude, are screaming. We're standing there, I'm seeing Dick go back and forth. He's like going up, turning the vocals on while he's fucking. I'm like, dude, he's not going to get much out of that. Like it's pretty much. I guarantee it's maxed out. Then he grabbed two mics and yeah, he's holding he both mics. of them. <laughs> And then he was. <laughs> yeah, he started doing then he just started, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my fucking god. Sea of shit, man. Dude, I kind of want to see those guys again. It's been that. I follow the one dude on uh, on the gram. Are they still going? Yeah, I think so. But the COVID thing kind of put a halt on it. But I think the singer is um, adjust your tracking as his handle on. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot he was big in the VHS. Yeah, he's big into VHS and. Uh, like synth 80 synth pop stuff he, he does that whole separate thing with keys and like uh and then he's got the sea of shit i think but loves his dog big into skateboarding cool dude i don't know i met him at that show and mistake i did <laughs> oh yeah yeah there's that whole thing happened it's like that's not me all right it's like man killer said he's like i didn't play tonight but thanks i was like oh you're not the singer from sea of shit he's like no you tying one on tonight? I'm like, yeah, we were both walking to the party store. He's like, yeah, I don't drink anymore. I'm just going to get some chips or something. But, man, that's good, man. I used to drink. And I used to now here, I'm like, then that got awkward. I'm like, oh, fucking, here we go. He looked just like him except the hair was pulled back in a ponytail. Or I, or I was drunk. He looked just like the dude from Sea of Shit. Just like he pulled his hair back to run across the street to get a beer. I'm like, yeah, that was a, that was a good show, though. I seen Kyle from Couple Skate fucking straight stone cold stun someone unannounced fucking during their second attempt. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking in between songs, like, what do you want to hear? And Jared's in the back, like, play the theme from Fatal Games, dude. <laughs> Fuck killer. But yeah, I miss the old precinct, man. We had some good times there. Dude, yeah. Lots, lots of fucking rowdy shows there. Man, fucking Eric from Morbido. Mm-hmm. 
Heard stories about him. Met him the first time. Super cool dude. Cheers. Gave him one beer. 15 minutes later, completely naked. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> Never that's, knew it was that easy. I would have gave him two. <laughs> that's just his thing, man. No, I know. It's cool. No, I heard about it. I but, like, I, I'm pretty sure the first time I met him, he was, uh, he was fucking naked and, like, and or on drugs, acid to be... Oh yeah, uh, He's to huge be specific, and fucking acid man. for sure. We went on tour with Morbido, a Blink and Morbido tour, and he came rolling with like sheets of fucking acid. Yes, and I'm like, bro, if we get fucking pulled over, <laughs> you better keep that on you or throw it out of the van. I was like, because this van's in my name. If yeah. I go to fucking jail because you got sheets of acid, I'm gonna be very pissed off. Yeah. Was it back in the day? Not anymore, clearly. But if you had more than X amount of hits of acid, it was man, it was manslaughter, attempted manslaughter. Seriously? If you if it was an attempt to distribute, like if if they believed you were going to sell a ten strip to someone, that's attempted manslaughter. Like really? Yeah, it was back in the nineties. That was what scared everyone, dude. Make sure you have nine hits total. Ten, you're killing somebody. That's what they're going to. It's like, dude, come on. My friend Brandon sold gel tabs. That's fucked. Nine in a fucking foil. Nine who in a fucking, foil. Who buys nine hits of acid? But he would dude, cut like... it with a steak knife because he was tripping himself. So you'd get like eight and a half fucking. Like, there's all fucking like. It just looked like broken pieces of a taillight cover. Like, you're just like, what the fuck, man? Like, red gel tabs. He's like, yeah, that's two hits. And it's like, there was perf. There was like the perforated for each hit. And he was just cutting in half of them. And I'm like, oh my God. With a steak knife. Then it's like wrapping foil. You're good, dude. You're good. <laughs> all right, man. Fuck, dude, gel tab acid. That's what's up, man. That's, I used that's, to take it all the time, dude. That, the triple dip shit, up. the purple with the black dot in the middle. That was an extra hit of acid on a hit of acid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are these triple dip sugar cubes? See you next week. Literally, yeah. No, dude, we's... fucking we. Me and Chris, we went to Full Terror Assault. You know, back in September and shit, dude. Oh my, dude. That was that was the heaviest shit I've ever fucking witnessed in my life. <laughs> Like, I've seen Devourment, like, a fucking bajillion times, dude. But, yeah. like, uh, A, never once on acid except for that time. And, B, uh, and never got to see him with Ruben on vocals and fucking Brad Fincher on drums. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, dude, it was... That was... I, I fucking... I felt, like, half man, half ape. Like, just... Oh, my God, dude. I just wanted to fucking... <laughs> Just rip shit apart, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I was texting, I was texting him, dude, and I was like, it was late, and I had worked that day, and I'm I'm all old. I go to bed early, and I'm like in and out, like watching TV, to, and he's like, dude, I, I fucking I I dropped acid and seen devourment. It was like the heaviest thing, and I got this paragraph, and it's like I'm waking up reading. And I'm like, I gotta go to bed, and then I woke up the next day, like, man, I'm pissed. Why didn't you send me that three hours earlier? I want to talk about acid and fucking devourment, dude. <laughs> well, dude, I'll tell you, like, dude, I felt like a fucking animal. Like, I'll tell a you all caveman. about it, dude. Yeah, that's sick, dude. I like, I timed that shit just right. I took it before, um, like an hour before fucking sexual atrocities played. And, dude, like, when they went on, like, you know, just the inflatables came out. It looked like fucking, like, I'm sure both of you guys have watched videos of OEF. Mm-hmm. It, dude, that's, like, exactly what it looked like. There's just, like, people in costumes and fucking, like, floaties and shit. All, just everything fucking flying oh, around. I've seen extreme. Yeah, the yeah. shitty fucking polka beats and, you know, the pitch-shifted vocals. Like, dude, it was it was happening, like, right in front of my fucking face. But I, I, I dropped, like, an hour before that happened, and it started, like you know started kicking in like when that shit happened and uh, just from then on dude it was the rest of the night was amazing devourment closed out internal bleeding played before them oh, on the God. same stage really oh yeah man that's uh that's a like a fucking sliver of like internal bleeding and devourment oh yeah like it, that psh- time right 
Holy the shit. fucking the OGs of Slam, dude. Yeah, you know, because like Internal Bleeding, they they coined the frame Slam back in fucking like ninety one or whatever the fuck it was, Internal dude. Internal Bleeding, dude. They're so fucking pissed. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, it's man, it's uh, I couldn't imagine seeing that. I could. It's been a long time since I did acid. Last time I did any hallucinogenics was mushrooms, and it was the only bad experience I ever had. And it wasn't that bad. It just I didn't feel right i think but it was i i didn't get to gauge what i took right there was caps and stems put into a grinder and then into a paper plate so i don't know the ratio <laughs> i got all the caps apparently because i fucking lost my mind dude i lost my mind usually you know you can ration out the caps and stems but when it's grinded into a powder and you just dump it from a chute yeah i mean the, the, I had a bad fuck it was not cool it was not good like i i, I like shrooms um for a long time i didn't have a good relationship with them because anytime I took them, I was always a fucking idiot about it. And I would eat like a fucking whole eighth oh, or, you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't, I didn't respect it. <laughs> going against nature. Son. Yeah, dude. You straight up. Nature versus nurture. Nature wins every time. That's right. So, you know, years later I learned, you know, start out with about a gram. And then if you're feeling froggy, fucking go from there. Um, yeah, my my friend Josh used to, which is weird because he's like the most clean cut. Like, all he does is smoke pot, but he loved his mushrooms and his Primus, and uh, always fucking Primus, dude. Oh, he loved like like the fucking uh, Frizzle Fry album, like fucking on repeat on shrooms and like <sighs> in his backyard with a bonfire and shit. Greatest drum tones ever, dude. Oh yeah, that that snare tone the is fucking fry. straight up boner inducing, dude. Like pre. <laughs> Seas of Cheese is like the best fucking Primus era, dude. I know a lot of people aren't fans of that band, but I know nothing of that band. No, I know. no shit. Well, not no, a lot I'm of people really. Care I know for like them. what Jerry was a race car driver, and my name is Mud. I think those are the only two things in the South Park sure. theme. Yeah, <laughs> toys winding. <laughs> That's down, legit. Dude. All I know, dude. Of that they're band. they are an amazing band. I mean, Absolutely. they're they're fucking goofy, but like as musicians and even like their their songwriting, as goofy as it is, like they're they're fucking geniuses, man. No one else like, has done it. Nobody, because yeah. no one can. And and the guitar player uh, Larry Lalonde, he used to play for fucking Possessed, like way back in the day. Seven dude. churches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking to you about that fucking at Cedar Point, like handful of years ago, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, that's the dude from Possessed, right? Like the Seven Churches. Death metal, yeah. the, the band that started death metal. Yeah, no, yeah, but uh, dude, best album is the Brown album, dude. And I argue with fucking people all the time, dude. Musician, like, oh, we're about to argue right now, oh, bro. Man. <laughs> well, no, I'm hard, I'm hard pre-sale. Like, they're all good. There's not a bad. No, one. I, I, I like the Brown album. I just like for me, um, I, the, 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 soda. like no. No, at, like Frizzle Fry all the way. Frizzle for me. Fry is the best. But um, the Brown album was actually, I'm pretty sure that was the first album that Tim Alexander wasn't on, like their original drummer. And really? uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the album. So that was, that was like a thing for me. And I also like, I don't know, the production of that album's weird. It's very, it's, for me, it's like the Brown album, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's a weird fucking album. It is. I like it though, man. Like, but, but there, I, there are, there's some fucking bangers on there for there sure, is. man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I when I first heard it, like, I, I, I discarded it immediately because it, it wasn't Tim Alexander on drums. And I never knew that. Yeah, I never knew that, dude. Yeah, because Tim, Ale- he's, I think it's silly as fuck. Do you ever see the fucking DVD of them like in the studio? 
where he had like the Heineken bottles on his. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. Was doing oh, the yeah. fucking like breaking the bottles and shit. Like, yep. Like, <laughs> guy's silly as fuck, dude. <laughs> I think like Les was like tripping balls. He was wearing like sweatpants and like a fucking. I don't know, and he's like had his hair tight. He looked like Getty Lee in the '80s with a shoulder. I don't know. He's like, but he had sunglasses on. It's clearly midnight, and they're like in a radio station. Like, you guys ready? Okay, radio station. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I just went and saw them uh, on my birthday. Actually, or no, was it my birthday? It was the day before my birthday earlier this year. The farewell to kings. Yeah, where they How did that. Oh, dude, it was it was amazing. Oh man. Um. I don't think anybody can play Rush songs as good as Rush, but like Primus definitely did a fucking amazing Man, job. I really wanted to see that. Just to see Primus <laughs> play like Cygnus X One would be fucking amazing. Yeah, like oh my god, That's dude! It was it was cool. Like they started out with their you know they their own songs and shit. They played like a bunch of the fucking the hits, and then uh, they went into doing the the Farewell to Kings from start to finish, and then like they came back out and did a couple of their own songs but man like the 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 rush cover set was yeah that's a that that's one of the better better rush albums in my opinion uh xanadu and you know all that shit do they they had the sound down too man like er, like everything i i think i remember like less saying something about uh alex lifeson let larry borrow one of the like that guitar like that he used to record that album with really? Or something like that, yeah, like for that tour and oh, shit. Just the double. Uh... Yeah, yeah, he was rocking a double. Really? Yeah. Oh wow, oh, yeah. that's cool. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they were using the double. Uh, like Getty had the double Rickenbacker boy. Yep. And back then, that was how expensive was that fucking thing? Right. Like the Cliff Burton, just the regular Rickenbacker was expensive, but Getty had the double. I'm like, <laughs> you guys are getting fucking rowdy with it. It's like <laughs> they were wearing cloaks and shit. You know, that's a good rush. That's a good rush. <laughs> It's all good. Goes down Dude, smooth like, I, every I, time. I, I like all Rush, honestly. Me too. There's no. I mean, such my thing as my bad. favorite shit is you know the earlier stuff, obviously, late seventies, early eighties, and too. shit. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's that that band, in my opinion, could do no wrong. Yeah. I got Jared. I probably bored bored him to death many times, but I, <laughs> when Neil after Neil Pert passed away, you were the one that posted it initially, and I'm like, say it ain't so, and you're like, yeah, dude, it happened. I'm like, oh my god, so one of the worst days of my life. Yeah, I mean. We went to the last show though, the mm-hmm. R forty, right? Yep. And uh, that was a that was an amazing, best show I've ever been to, hands down, man. Yeah, that but the whole COVID thing and everything, boredom and fucking my company shut down. I just went through this like rush thing, and now there's like a rush YouTube channel where people just sit around and they would zoom with like five people and just they would pick one topic and it'd be a two hour fuck like what we're doing, but they're just <laughs> like. Most underrated Rush song from the 70s era. And they just go off on these, like, tangents. And I know their whole catalog front to back. Love 90s Rush, too, as well. The only one that gets iffy is the 2000s. The 2010s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. I like it all. There's no such thing as bad Rush. But I'd go with the late 70s. Like, the Hemisphere, Farewell of the Kings era. Fire, dude. Absolutely, man. Farewell. Absolutely. All day. But anyway... Yeah, I don't. I don't know how much. I know Zach from Lieutenant Dan likes Rush a lot. Yeah, we, we've. Had, I, I saw him at that show too. Mm-hmm. Like I was fucking hanging out in my truck, smoking a joint. And I seen him walking by. I'm like, oh, it's Lieutenant Dad, because <laughs> <laughs> he was the fucking. No, I think Jimmy was the first out of that band that had a kid. Actually, I think so. But yeah, Lieutenant Dad. Yeah, Lieutenant Dad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That dude's funny as fuck. That shit fucker record dropped. And he was like, dude, new shit fucker. Sex with a dad body. 
Yeah, son. <laughs> yeah, he's just funny. And then, dude, at the show, at the show, fucking Kirby's mic wouldn't work. Yeah. First person to make any initiative to fix this situation was Zach Gibson, who walks up with the solution. Do you remember that? I, I remember. I, I wasn't the solution, though. I can't take credit for that. Well, no. The first I, I did. I, I, I brought a cable, and I'm like, yeah, man. I mean, he's like, that is is that a quarter inch to XLR, XLR to XLR? <laughs> and I'm like, XLR to XLR, man. You can't Sorry, park man. your carrier. <laughs> no, but like. You tell me this isn't a suitable place to park my car. Kirby have a panic attack. Zach comes out of nowhere with like a new cable and shit. We're just like waiting for live music. And I'm like, see, Zach's the savior. He don't fuck around. He's been there, dude. And fucking Lieutenant Dad, Zach, <laughs> turns around like, yeah, he's a fart smeller. <laughs> you get it? He's a smart fella, but his back button, you got yeah, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Jared were like, I think it, that was serious. That was pretty genuine, <laughs> I think. <laughs> that was a fun show, man. Oh, God. So, yeah. Um, I don't know how deep we are into this fucking thing, but uh, usually we do around an hour. We're not really. Well, I mean, we usually have been hitting closer to two. Yeah, so we do. We are at like an hour and a half right now. Yeah. Nice. Um, and have barely scratched the surface on the fucking movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anything you want. Hey. <laughs> That's your. This is your. This is your. I don't even. I don't even know how to start talking about it again for me after this, man. I mean, you know what I mean? We, like, we can dissect the slumber party massacre. We got into the trilogy. fucking weeds. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. Give us some. Uh, we can get back into Serbian film, but like, give us some bands to check out. Like people that listen to our show usually depend on someone to drop a band that they haven't heard or didn't know new shit came. Fuck, I, dude. Honestly. I don't even... I mean, what have you been jamming lately? What have you been jamming? Mostly old shit. Uh, That's fine. Excellent. Yeah. That's um, honestly mainly what I jam. <laughs> right? Um, Discharge isn't new. Pretty much since, uh, since like, the whole fucking, like, the COVID thing started, uh, for whatever fucking reason, I revisited the, uh, like, the 80s uh, New York hardcore kind of fucking scene been going real hard on chrome eggs leeway crumb suckers carnivore uh agnostic front you know all that shit uh and i also i've been real heavy into like the 80s italian metal scene bulldozer schizo necro death oh. mondo Kane, fucking death ss wow yeah just all over the place yeah. man yeah, it's a little different. As as far as like newer shit goes, man, like the that that fucking the Nakai full length, that's oh, yeah. been like that's been the only thing that I've been like really like going hard on as far as like new shit. Um I don't you remember the Pissing Razors? Oh yeah. Pissing Razors was Dude, they they just put out a new album like Texas. not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I I revisited them and kind of like forgot how much i really like love that band yeah they were great we used to jam them all the time dude. Yep. yeah um bulldozers fucking amazing dude bulldozer is they, yeah. they are that shit man i forgot about death ss that dude. whole fucking the that whole italian scene man necro death and schizo and shit dude like yeah but dude okay so i've been trying to find x death for fucking like somehow to listen to x death to show him which they were from japan yeah, and the singer was from Sweden, I believe. Is that what it was? Yeah. And they only had that one demo, right? Or that EP? There's yeah, there's that one demo and then 
Uh, there's another three songs that are like instrumental that I found on YouTube, whatever, like from a few years later. Really? I believe, yeah. Didn't I find? I thought we were we looked that up and we found something. I thought it was all in Japanese writing, and I happened upon it because I kept putting it in. I'm pretty sure it's death, like uh, D- Megadeth. Yeah, D E T H. Yeah, E X dash D E T H. No, it's just all one word. Eh, that's might have been where I was fucking up because I couldn't. Like Jared, dude, I'm telling you, this band. Because we, we used to party at Slayer Dads, and it, 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 Slayer always goes on. I have no complaints on that. That's cool. But then, like, Zach's like, dude, X-Death fucking. First of all, Razor over fucking Slayer, Del Not Bell, and X-Death. Have you heard <laughs> X-Death? And fucking, he put it on one night, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? And then, like, when am I going to see Zach again? I don't remember the name of the band. I was in the bag when he fucking played it when he told me. And I did remember X Death, and I, I still haven't been able to find it. And I want a physical copy or a way to listen to that EP because it's. I, I don't. I don't even. Dude. I don't. I don't know if there's any. I don't know if there's like a physical copy of it. Probably not. I, well, I mean, like a downloader. I downloaded it off of a fucking blog spot. I think. Um, I can get it to you if you want. Like all, all the shit that I have from them. Yeah. So like, I think it's like fucking six, six or seven songs. That's total. it. It was yeah. yeah but you, I, I would ask you to play it every time we all got like, dude, that X that has to go on. Dude, dude, I remember talking about this with you like a month or two ago, and I think mm-hmm. I either found a video on YouTube of it, or I, I looked up the band. I found them on Discogs and found they had that one. It's like one tape, like one release. That's mm. it. It's like a demo, dude. It's like yeah. fucking three songs. Yeah. yeah. But um, when you type it in, a bunch of anime comes up. There's like a villain in an anime series called x Yeah, it was weird. It was hard to search because of that. Yeah. I remember that. But then I seen some thrashed out looking dudes, like a live set, but it was all in Japanese writing. I'm like, that's probably them, dude. I didn't click on it because like, I'm a dumbass and I'll probably never <laughs> find it again. But like, <laughs> there's that. Fucking uh, X-Death was great, dude. It's like a hybrid of Slayer and Razor. Like a yeah. weird hybrid of like the best thrash of that era like mixed together. Very, very Razor-esque because of the the use of the drum machine. Yeah. yeah well, I'm pretty sure it was like the same drum machine they used for fucking whatever that fucking album is I can't think of right now. Razor? Yeah. I know there was like two albums that they did the drum machine on. but Like, like 90s? The, uh... Yeah, the 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 one good one we fucking covered a song off of it, and I I'm drawing a blank now Not because shotgun. We, no, that that After had a, that. that had a real drummer. I think it was before that. Violent restitution. No, it was in between those two. Ah, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Why am I drawing a blank right now? Yeah, in between the two. Um, yeah, hang on. They used a drum machine on that album. Yeah, hang on. I got it. I only really fuck with the first three, and then the, one of the ones in the late '90s, like the '97 one, or like I don't know. Uh, Decibels. No, maybe not that one. Because that that was the other drum machine one. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, There's one after Shotgun, I, I think, that I liked. I'm not a huge fan of Shotgun Justice. It's okay. Open hostility. There it is. Open hostility. Yep. That early shit, though, too. Like the 85, 84 Razor. Like, um... With the Evil Invaders and Executioner song. Like, all that shit's killer, too. Have you heard Malicious Intent? That album from them? That was 90s, right? I'm not sure. I think it, it might be the one I'm thinking of. Uh, Malicious Intent. I think it's an older one. No, it's 86, yeah. yeah. 
I like all of Razor's older stuff. I think it was Shotgun Justice might be where my cutoff is with that band. Because I haven't listened, I haven't listened to a lot of other stuff after that. But I feel like it was Shotgun Justice where I find it kind of felt like they got really broed the fuck out. <laughs> like, oh, they, they ruined Miami. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, there's you know, nothing in Miami, oh, dude. <laughs> You're fucking in Miami. <laughs> I fucking that just fucking kills me though. Like, like, dude. I mean. I don't hate it. It's like you, you don't like you don't care for um, tapping the vein either. Not solid. Not really. It's not my. It's not my. The crippler, dude. I. I mean, how many is hunting season, dude? Dude, Zach and I wore that fucking CD out. Yeah, man. Man, it wasn't until I hung out with you I got to the Agent Oranges and the fucking you know persecution mania. The fight, yeah. But like tapping the vein was fucking, dude. That was a pretty essential record for me. Like at that time, I listened to it all the time, dude. I had my Beneath the Remains that I always went to. I had the schizophrenias and the. That's See, a I'm, fucking hard thrashing record, man. Yeah, I'm bad with. Not I like with a lot of bands if they if they came out in like the 80s or the 70s. Once it got to like into the 90s, I don't feel a need to really check them out because I have a feeling they probably just got to be horrible records. And I'm probably wrong with a lot of that, so I need to really get on some shit. But I, no, I, dude, I stay that's... in that wheelhouse of, with Sodom, like all the early shit, like the up to Agent Orange. That's kind of where yeah, I hang. Right. No, that's that's a like a, that's a good like 50-50 like, assumption. You know, a lot of the bands from back then that put stuff out in the 90s, like those... Some of those records were flops, man. And I kind of feel like the if there were bands that kind of, if there were bigger yeah. bands that kind of competed on the same, not really competed, but were on the same level as like Metallica. Once Metallica, Metallica did the Black Album, then more than likely they did something similar to the Black Album. Sure. Don't ever listen yeah. to that 95, 96 Anthrax album. I mean, you can stop at Sound of White Noise. If you go anywhere past that, <laughs> they signed to like the same fucking label like 311 was on or something. They're just like hanging on for dear life at that point. <laughs> Right, but like, okay, but like, okay, so like bands like Napalm Death make it easy. Secondary logo? Yeah. <laughs> you, you got your diatribes, you got your fucking, well, the Infiltrators was a cool track, but the album I didn't, like, words from the exit wound, I didn't care for any of that stuff. I, that that album's real hit or miss, dude. It, it's like, there's a fucking banger, and then there's like a two dunk. or three songs that are fucking, like, not as good, and yeah. then there's like a banger, and then another couple, so, yeah. The Infiltrators is a fire track, Fucking dude. A right, dude. there's like five or, like, track five or six is good. All ulterior, exterior, yeah, I think it is, it's like the sixth or seventh track, it's... That one, blast yeah, beats yeah, and yeah. shit. But they picked up again in the 2000s. Yeah. Like Enemy Guerrero, of the music business. That's the fire one. At, in the Order of the Leech. Dude. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, uh, Enemy of the music business, that's like where they started like going back to the, to being like use the old true logo grit. Too. Yeah, they used the old logo again too. <laughs> yep. Right? Like, I mean, that... Yeah, they, what's their second logo? It look, looks all like clean letters. Yeah, it's just like, like a real clean fucking... It's all like, uh, the singled out... Um, Living like uh, living color in living color logo. <laughs> <laughs> it was that weird like yeah, dude. What the fuck, man? But yeah, I mean like uh, the nineties was so fucking weird with a lot of shit. But there was there was some good ones in there. Like pissing razors was fucking amazing, and then like um, but it was weird if they were banned in the eighties and they were good. The nineties usually equaled not good anymore, <laughs> or they changed completely and were still good. Like I was a fan of the nineties Sepultura stuff. Not everyone was, not everyone is, but they weren't that fucking rooting nothing where Beneath the Remains was. I mean, like you know what I mean? So this shit would either change and you were either with it or you weren't. Yeah. But then usually we went to more extreme, faster, fucking more 
well, I don't know, like subject matter has like remember I remember uh, Brian from Gut Rot was just like, yeah, well, I mean, when you run out of ideas, it's got to be pedophilia. It's got to be like, okay. <laughs> well, <okay. laughs> he's, he's like, I'm thinking of the new Symphonic record. I've touched on everything except for like. Uh, <laughs> 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 when in doubt, go turn to fucking incest and pedophilia like okay brian it was really good seeing you man i hope yeah. you're doing well <laughs> and then he like then he like dms me the artwork for the new syphilic record i'm like hmm all right cool man yeah you have to be like 18 or older just to follow his page like he's a fucking bad man dude he is but i tell <laughs> I got- you what though man like he is as fucked up as lyrical content and all that shit is he's like one of the best people oh, anybody could ever fucking hope to know Brian's they give you the fucking shirt off his back, the last dollar in his pocket, you yeah, know, like he, he's he's one of those dudes. Yeah, he was one of the few people back in the day that would actually share his chips with me. Like, no one was allowed in his Pringles can. But me? <laughs> fucking bring it. What are these, Sriracha? Get over here. Come hang out with me, Brian. I miss you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I think it was the, what was it, like the, I think it was one of the New Year's party shows at Slayer Dads. He fucking teabagged Christina. Yeah. I think it was. I heard I heard that happen, yeah. I dude AJ showed me the fucking uh Jesus Christ. I was told I didn't see any of that happen. I dude, I thought for sure you were like there partying with us. No, someone just said that it happened and I'm like, well I'm You were there, but you were passed out, I'm pretty sure. I know you were like no, you, I were was in, there. you were in no, the building. I was there, and then the next day people were like, Yeah, uh I was like, okay, well, it didn't happen to me right now. Why would we do that to you? I'm like, we're cool then. Like, teabag away. Dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. And then uh, what was it? What got rot? Teabagging the dead? Yeah. First song we ever wrote together. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, man. Oh, you know what I listened to recently was the mutilate, mutilated uh, split. Maybe. Was it gut rot? Who'd you do the split with? I I didn't uh I didn't ever get to record anything with mutilated sadly. Oh, what, what's, uh, what's aside from like shitty fucking like practice space demos and. Well, what was the like fucking split they did? Probably gut rot. Okay, gut we rot did, mutilated split. No, there was no no mutilated split. Mutilated did one full length and then nothing. Did gut rot do a split with a band? We did a split with dysentery. That was our dysentery. that was like our first like legit release and then. Um, in 2014 or 2015, when we were functioning again, we did a split with Sophilic. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, Brian did a fucking split with Gut Rot with his own band. <laughs> the band that he sings for, he, he did it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, side one, Gut Rot. Side two, the singer of Gut Rot. Yep. With a costume on. <laughs> no and for that fucking split too like he uh he like sampled my drums like from uh from the gut rot recording session like i went through and had to do like individual drum hits for him and then uh, uh, he went you. and like pasted them over his midi files or whatever so it sounds like it's me but it's definitely not because i'm i can't even fucking count while i play so oh my god you ever want to throw like <laughs> You ever, what is that? Uh, metronome? Yeah. Or the click track? Yeah, fuck that stuff. Yeah. I don't like it. The, I jammed with a band <laughs> one time that the click track was necessary. TJ in that Brocore band I was in for a minute, he went by the click track. 
He would wait. He would warm up with the fucking Alice Cooper poison. <laughs> you know, Cowbell? like with the yeah. Well, no, the stick clicks, and then he would like warm up like that. And I'm like, man, did did like an 80 year old fucking leather L A strip guy teach you how to play? Like, <laughs> like how do you, do you warm up like that? Like your lips are venom, and then he gets, then he's playing like you know. I'm like, okay, you put a click track on. He's fucking lost. He's fucked that shit. I go by on my own click track <laughs> or a metronome or any hey, kind of. Hey, you know what, dude? Uh, Dave Lombardo didn't play to a click, so nobody else should either. <laughs> no, no, I'm with, I'm with you. No. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I, uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's necessary for certain things, but I mean, like when you're playing fucking grind and. Oh yeah, dude. No, I'm I'm all about it. You know. And I wanted to bring up the uh, the chick that was hovering over his drum kit at the fucking during the split set. Mm-hmm. What a treat that was. So this chick was like hovered over your fucking top. Tell was, this guy, dude. You know, Will. Can't remember her name. She was at the show that we played at. Was at the precinct. Not only was she at the show, she was hovering okay. So over do you remember set. back, like? Early to early 2010s, 13, 14-ish area era, when everybody was talking shit about triggers. Oh yeah, how could I ever forget? People were giving you a bunch of shit. Everybody in the Midwest grind scene was like, all of a sudden giving you shit for using triggers. Yeah, a lot of those Ohio dudes. Yeah, this is my what I think is what was happening there. You did the split set with Lieutenant Dan, and she sat, she stood right in front of your kit. She was standing right in front of you. Lieutenant Dan would play. And she wouldn't be plugging her ears. She would just be watching the tent Dan. You guys would go to your song. She would plug her ears and lean over your kit like she was watching your feet to see if you were actually playing that fast. Me and Zach are in the No, I was just faking the whole time, dude. I'm just standing because I was off to the side and we were just like looking at her like. You tapped me because I see her do it. I see her do it. But but when you guys were done playing, like Lieutenant Dan would play their song. It was a split set. And she would just like hang out. And then once you did the fucking. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is she? And you tap me like, what the fucking? What's this Joker doing, right? I'm like, just watching fucking magic happen. I don't know what she's doing. She wants it upfront and personal. Like, I'm like, and then you told me when when the set was over, I went out to smoke, and you're like, dude, she was making sure Zach's actually kicking the way he's supposed to be kicking. Like, what? So what? His feet are computer generated and fucking uh, like Raymond, who was Raymond Herrera. Yeah. Oh, dude, don't you know? Like when you His use real when you when you use triggers, like you you don't. Like you don't do nothing. Like it's, it does it does everything for you. Yeah, it's strictly a hand. You drummer. just you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even you don't even have to do that, f- dude. You just sit there and fucking let it do its thing. What a fucking. I mean, I didn't. I don't know her. I don't want to say anything bad about anyone. It doesn't mean she's a bad person. But I just found that comical because I'm like, no, that's that's how clearly it was. that's how it was back then. I just still fucking get people that yeah. fucking say shit. They're like, where's the fucking kick drum, dude? What the one thing I remember which was funny was uh. Agitate was giving you shit. Yeah. Oh and yeah. And you guys played a show, and I remember talking to it was at, at the unholy oh, hole. I love this. Kirby story. told me this. I didn't realize this part of it. You were like, "Let's we do a split go set on after them." No, it was supposed to be a split set because when when fucking uh, James, I, the drummer dude, when he was like fucking giving me shit online, I was like, "Dude, let's do a fucking split set." When the next time you guys come through, like I'll make this real easy for you. I don't do this fucking keyboard warrior bullshit. You know, let's do a split set. When they fucking when they came through, oh yeah, there there's not really enough room in there for two drum kits, blah blah. blah. So I fucking told Kirby, I was like, dude, 
let us play right before them, you know, because that's the next best thing, really. Yeah. So whatever, dude. <laughs> that, that whole thing was dumb. Like, I remember having so many conversations with people. They'd be like, oh, it fucking triggers. I'm like, have you ever seen him play? Like, really watch him play. I was like, I've seen him play without triggers. He still plays that fucking fast. Yeah. Like, that's Zach. Like, he just likes the sound of the trigger. He likes having a consistent fucking sound. It, it helps with our overall sound, too, when it's just fucking two dudes, you know what I mean? A guitar and a fucking drum set. Like, that little bit extra fucking... Thickens it up. Yeah. But, uh... I, <laughs> the... I don't know. It was, like, the one of the first times we partied with Lieutenant Dan. We had them fucking come up to the loft and shit after one of the shit dome shows. And I set my drums up and stuff. And, like, Cody was kind of, you know, he was like, oh, the fucking triggers. Well, I was like, have you ever used them before? And he's like, no. And I'm like, here, man, sit down, you know. So he's, like, fucking sits down and starts banging around and shit. And, like, after five minutes, he's like, wow, man, that's that's a lot harder than I thought it would be. And I'm like, what do you mean? You think it was just going to fucking play for you? <laughs> like, no, nah, dude. I remember because Cody was a big part of talking shit about triggers. Oh yeah, he he was not with it at all. What was funny was when they played one of their later shows, Jimmy got on board the trigger train. Yeah, and he sets up a trigger. People are fighting. They're like, "Hey, dude, yeah, (laughs) your drummer's got triggers, man." And he's like, "Oh, this is the last time, though." It was it was that grind fest that we were uh, that we were supposed to play. That I mean, we were there, we were ready to play, but we just never. Got to oh, go. Oh, the one that went to like four oh, in the morning. The twenty fourteen. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, they started talking. That's like I that's... like all those dudes in it, but they they always liked drama and talking shit, man. Yeah. Because they started talking like, oh, shit, lies fucking rock stars, and they they want to fucking go on and get all pissy because they didn't play until like four in the morning. And it's like, well, this shit was shouldn't have gone until four in the morning. There wasn't that many fucking bands. No. Well, the thing was, is we were. We were slated to play at, like, we were going to do a fucking split set with Pizza High Five, and it was going to be at, like, 9 or 9.30. Dude, I fucking went and took a three-hour fucking nap in my truck. <laughs> and, like, shit still wasn't going, you know what I mean? And, and like, Chris had to work at fucking 5 a.m. That, that next day, and he was, like, he had his mom's car and shit. So it was, like, we, at that time, like, we literally couldn't play. Like, he had to go, Yeah, you know? And that's why we were kind of being shitty about it. It's like, dude, we were supposed to play fucking six hours ago. Like, you know. Yeah, that sucks, dude. But, yeah, after that, like, everybody was being, they were all talking shit. And it was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, shit, shit got done there for a span of, like, what, like, four years? Where shit got stupid? Yeah, that's that's a that's a safe assumption there. <laughs> I feel like it came back around. Uh, I mean, I don't. I hear I hear people that were kind of talking shit on you for triggers and maybe even shit life in general now talking like praising you and shit life. Yeah, it's like oh, did you finally like ignore all the bullshit and ignore you all figured that, out uh, that it's just for sound and drama. Really, like, yeah. But you know what though, people were saying that about Zach before all that. Like you, you wanted triggers when we when we were in a band. Yeah, it was a matter of finances yeah i wasn't working then and uh well uh, shit was expensive back then (laughs) well no i know i but you were always like dude and i and i was always like dude you'd be fucking out you'd be unstoppable with triggers like there's no fucking way i said that like a long time ago and then like people would talk shit about triggers i'm like 
some of the best bands out there use fucking triggers. It's not doesn't mean that they're not a good drummer. It just means that the sound's gonna be better. And like, I was always all about it. And I wanted to ask you, like the one like War of Attrition, the Dying Fetus record. There's no triggers on that. That's like a raw fucking kick drum. You know, it sounds way oh, different. Oh no, than, that that kick drum is most definitely triggered. It doesn't sound like their other ones. It's not as clicky. It's that's that's from a Roland. I think it's like the TD6 module. Really? Oh yeah. Because that album sounds way different than yeah. a lot. That's I prefer that album a lot. But like they're more uh, the clicky uh, stuff I prefer too. It has a real like a click. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that's the beauty of triggers, man. Like you can literally make your bass drum sound like a fucking fart if you wanted to. Uh, you know. What I don't I mean? know how that works. <laughs> I don't know how that shit works. That's that's. I mean that's that's how it works. You what a time to be alive. You click this little thing on your kick drum, and you run a chord to this thing, and you pick a sound. And that could be like a typewriter click, or a fart, or a fucking <laughs> a queef, or like whatever. Like literally, dude, you you can make it sound I mean, anything. I could turn that into a sample right there. You know what I mean? Just throw it into a fucking program compress eq all that fucking shit and bam there's a kick drum oh, fuck i didn't know that but yeah um i i i hated i hated on the fucking people that talk shit on triggers i'm like come on man like really fuck it's just why dude it doesn't matter but I, I thought it was funny that you told me the one show they wanted to go on last and they just blew the fucking band was it was that the show yeah they, they were yeah that's the one we were just talking about where they wanted to play their, I guess Zach said you said it was supposed to be a split set. It was but Tony supposed didn't to be want a split set, but yeah, but there was like, oh, there wasn't enough room, so it was like, okay, we'll we'll play before you guys then. Oh, before, yeah, yeah. Like, Tony came up to you after that though, didn't he? Wasn't yeah, he like, dude. Man. I mean, you know, honestly, like he was he was never like a dick to me in person or anything. It was just all fucking like, you know, it was all fucking Facebook drama and oh, shit. Mike, you know, just talking shit, funny, like jokingly. I think a lot of those people, it's just it's a joke. Yeah, they're just they don't. They're bored and they just kind of joke around with it. You just keep going with the joke. Yeah. Which I mean, to me, that's annoying though. It's like, dude, just why? It it gets annoying, absolutely. I can I mean, imagine. It's like, I it's, mean, it's being in, being in your fucking shoes on that one. I couldn't even fucking imagine it. I'd be like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Well, yeah, because you're having a bunch of people that don't know shit about what they're fucking talking shit about, like trying to give you shit for it. Right. You know, <laughs> it's like you don't know. I don't know. I'm going to tell the ASE certified mechanic how to do his job. <laughs> I have no tools, no prior knowledge, no medical training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I think like the, the one show that we played with, um, it was like when internal rot played at uh, the original precinct. Mm -hmm. I used um, Wes's drum set that night. I didn't do any triggers, anything like that. And there was, like, a few of those fucking cats there that were always constantly, like, running their mouth and shit. And, like, we played that set. I didn't fucking, you know, I didn't trigger and shit. Like, after that, I think that's when people started to realize that, like, it's like, oh, okay, like, you are actually playing. That's just something that you use to, like, help things sound better. It's perfect for a two-piece, too, man. Like, Yeah, that's, that, I, was, that's I was telling I mean, Jared earlier. That, 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 it's... When I don't it's want just, to say it's necessary because no, it's no, not. No, not at all. It just enhances. It, it helps. makes it better, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Recording and live, both. Definitely. Love it. Absolutely. Well, I wanted to... Um, Dim Mac, Intercepting Fist. Put that on the other day. Fuck. Forgot how pissed <laughs> that is. Holy shit. 
almost flipped my kitchen table. Fucking clean over. <laughs> I haven't heard that album in like 15 years. It's been a long time. Um, there's a couple other ones too, like The King of All Kings. Uh, fucking, you know, hate that was a fucking game changer there, dude. Yeah, I remember you watching the Derek Roddy fucking instruction videos, man. Just when we when we played that show with them, like when we opened that fucking show, Origin, Hate Eternal, Nile, and fucking uh, Arch Enemy. Things happened that oh, day. Oh, dude, the, yeah, that was changed. Yeah, my life changed forever. You've seen Derek Roddy, like I've seen that fucking that left leg doing the swivel and shit. I'm like, what is this guy doing with his knee? I didn't understand what the fuck was happening then, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was fun, dude. That was probably my favorite show I ever uh, to play to be like to play was. That was a good one. There was, like, a lot of people there, too. Even though, like, you know, when you're on the Harpo stage and there's, like, fucking four or 500 people in there, it only yeah. looks like the place is... Mm-hmm. You got, like, 100 people in there. So it, it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's deceiving how big that fucking place is. It is. It is, yeah. But Zach and I have been to some sold-out fucking gigs where it's like, oh, my God. Like, in fucking back in the day. Those early fucking 2000 well, years, like dude. The, Slay- the Slayer would play there and it'd be fucking sold yep. out. Like, you know, that what was that one? Like the Slayer Hatebreed Jaeger thing they did in like 01 or 02. And I'm just like, they were letting people in the back illegally. They were over capacity and shit. You couldn't use the bathroom. You couldn't order a drink. Couldn't do shit. Just get punched in the fucking face a bunch of times. Like, that's uh, yeah, they can trash cans. They set up a fucking like a barrier in between the fucking 30 foot high stage and. Yeah, for that show, for the Slayer Hate Breed show. God, that was in fucking dude. What a time that was. It was like God Hates Us All had just come out. Yep. Oh, my God, what a fucking rowdy. But, you know, you couldn't get too close to the actual stage because the wall that led up to the stage had a bunch of staples from people stapling flyers. <laughs> You're split wide open. I've seen it happen. The fucking the no stage diving dude, sign and shit, dude. <laughs> someone was like, someone like, like, someone like high-fived the wall, like all drunk. And hit like a staple and it slit his hand wide open. I mean, it looked like a dude. You had to be careful. You dude, had to watch I'm kinda, your shit. Like, that's a stage because of how high it is. Like they should always have a barrier in front they, of it anyway. I only see because like, if, like, if there's no barrier and you're in front of the stage, you're not seeing shit, man. Look straight up, you're not seeing anything. Like, dude, just put a barrier there. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a few couple shows that they did that. Um. Not many though. But they would staple paper with no stage diving printed on it. But the problem is after fucking forty years of doing that and ripping the fucking paper off the staples stay there. Oh yeah. They get bent. And they're not fully like in. They're no, just like, out, like, I, I, no, like third Don, of an inch dude. Don sliced his hand wide open like dude. And he didn't get stitches. I mean, you're at Harpo's. <laughs> It was pretty violent, dude. So I always I learned right away that it was just a fucking Iron Maiden, like a like a medieval torture device. That whole wall was just like the pit two and shit in Mortal Kombat. Like stay away from the fucking stage. You go in face first, you're done, dude. Like there's no no way, dude. Dude, but, do you remember when the fucking that they had the uh it was like the I think it was it used to be like a barber's chair or something like on the main floor of Harpo's? Like if you were looking at the stage it was over off to the right. Barber's chair? Yeah, dude, do you remember that at all? Where the fuck was that, dude? It was on the main floor. Like, say, like, where I am, you're looking at the stage. It was off to the right here. Okay. There's, like, that little, like, mirror thing that's on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
first time I went there was in like 98. I went to go see ICP in Guar. Okay, so my first time was 99. Okay. And it was Slipknot and Machine Head or some weird I don't remember. Yeah, uh, Live in La Vida Loco tour. <laughs> so you were there. Cold yeah. Chamber, Amen, Slipknot, Machine Head. Oh, God, yeah, dude. Slipknot played Barbara second. Yeah, and I was pissed because I was supposed to see Sepultura there the year prior, like when Against came out. They're like, hey, we're playing there with fucking Spine Shank. Uh, it's all over the riff and shit. You're like, <laughs> my dad's like, it's a bad neighborhood. I'm not taking you, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Really? And then, like, a chick I was dating in, like, 99 is like, dude, so it's like Slipknot's playing, and I got some money. You want to go? She had a car and shit. I was like, yeah, dude. That's my first time there. Seen Hell some yeah. shit. Seen a Slayer guy with, like, the fucking high top cons, like, shitting in the sink in the bathroom. <laughs> like, he's like, ah! <laughs> I'm like, I was at home, dude. It's like halfway through the show, dude. There's an inch of liquid on the fucking bathroom floor, and the dude, the, the, you don't want to know what it is. No, but you know it's there, you, and you, you know, know to it, tread like, lightly. Don't splash, because you know <laughs> your pants will be fucking done. You know? Yeah, dude. We, God damn it. We, we pretty much fucking lived at that venue. We did from like 2000 till I would I don't know like 2003 2004 5 something like that every when, weekend when, when they stopped having shows like even shitty shows we'd go to like yeah. if we even if we weren't in like the band sucked or whatever it was just there just to party dude and the guy the old dude served us like underage yeah man he loved our band too so he was like dude yeah fucking $4 beers $4 fucking Jack and Cokes which are mostly just Jack with a splash of Coke <laughs> for color yeah dude <laughs> dude I remember being there and this kid came out He's like found me. He's like, hey, Jared. He's like, come help me. My uh, like uh, my friend's getting. Basically, I said like his friend was getting raped. Is I think how he said it. And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, it's in the bathroom. And I'm like, let's go. So we fucking head in the bathroom, and it's we go into the bathroom, and obviously none of the stalls had doors on them. No, why would? They? <laughs> and there's like <laughs> those were gone long before us. There's a group of people kind of standing around, like guys and girls. And I look in the stall and, at his friend, and it's a girl who's like making out with and doing other stuff with like two guys. And I just like stand there. I'm like, well, and he's like, well, I'm like, dude, she's clear. She's 100 percent doing what she wants to do, man. This like, looks I, consensual, bro. Yeah, like. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. And he just kind of like looked at me like, I'm like, I, I'm sorry. if like, Do you have a thing for her? And you're really pissed off and you're trying to make it something. It's not like. Fucking cock that heart pose, huh? Like everybody was seriously just like standing around watching, like drinking beers. Like, she probably started the whole thing. She probably like, yeah, I got a good idea. And he's like, Jared, help me. Fuck this. That sucks, dude. I seen a chick. Passed out upside down in one of those plastic trash cans on main floor. <laughs> and I seen someone literally fucking just kung fu kick that thing. <laughs> and it fell over with her halfway in it and just this liquid. Oof. And she's just passed the fuck out. I'm like, dude, this is bad news. And I also remember we went there to see one show. And I think it was like Cryptopsy fucking Diabolic and Diabolic. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, I remember that show vividly. Crisian. Yep, Chrissy was, was there too. Okay, yes, they so were. Dude, Jaeger was a big thing with me and AJ, obviously. <laughs> we couldn't find two fifths, so we found four pints. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, it's going in a circle. But like back then, we no one has a future, so just keep passing till it's gone. Like no moderation, no nothing. 
And AJ passed me the fucking last swig of the last pint. And I'm like, AJ, I'm done, dude. I was so... in the show hadn't even started yet. All the lights are on and shit. <laughs> you know, I hadn't eaten for three days and shit. And he's like, dude, you fucking pussy. Dude, just do it. Just do it. And I'm like, dude, if I do it, I'm going to puke. He's like, oh, well, fuck. You know, AJ, dumbass motherfucker. Instigator, dude. Yeah, just fucking, fucking with me, dude. So I literally took the last swig of Jaeger, dude, and puked right on his shoes. I was like, I told you, dude. I got to take a piss. I'll be back. He's like, what the fuck? Dude, he had chunks of, like, shit all in his sneakers. all, And he never wore pants. He wore fucking shorts in the winter. So it was all over his, like, leg hair and shit. Porks, like, dude. Yeah, the fucking pants shorts. <laughs> we all wore that shit back then, man. Yeah, just pull your socks up higher, dude. You're good. <laughs> Dude, were you supposed to like drum for Unearth at some point, like long time ago? I, I was, uh, I was gonna go try out for them. Yeah. But they were like fucking with you because you wore like a longer shorts or whatever, didn't they? Say oh yeah, yeah. When I toured dicks. with them, dude, fucking like Ken Susie was like, dude, I'm gonna take you shopping, Ken. man. You, you, you dress funny, and I'm like, whatever, bro. <laughs> like, Sorry, I'm not wearing fucking girl pants or whatever the fuck you. Fucking, yeah, they, like, you know, dude. It was, they were like, dude. uh and then uh 1997 called yeah buzz he was like fucking <laughs> buzz, a yeah, fucking yeah. 1993 called they want their fucking jeans their fucking shorts or the pants whatever the fuck it is you're wearing back fucking you know it was fucking <laughs> <laughs> like whatever guys i just you know used to be jorts now the chance what the fuck you want <laughs> Yeah, no, that was. I did dress like a goofball back then, but we I mean that was that was that was like that's what it was, you know. I was more, I was more interested in playing my instrument proficiently than yeah. you know the length of my shorts. Right. I just, <laughs> I, I was like, this shit cracked me up though. There's like the one video of like you fucking hammered at, on Oz, like was an interview you tried you tried to pull off an interview with like Trevor or something or someone dude and you guys were fucking blitzed it was like like a hard one in the afternoon like there's like sun just banging out and just like it was like MTV Brazil or something I don't know what the fuck was going on like they're trying to like get something out of you guys like oh, this is your guys first eyes basketball and you're like yo this chick fuck said we suck fuck you I think someone like almost someone recorded it on like an old fucking <laughs> I seen it years ago and I'm like, dude, and then I asked you about it and you were like, dude, I don't even remember that. I was blacked out by like two in the after. We we went on first or second. And that, then, that, then you got the whole day to fucking party at Ozfest and shit. That tour Take was Take a nap like, and wake up for Maiden and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, basically. That that tour was fucking weird, man. Um fucking funny, dude. Watch that interview. If you can fucking find it. it's in the crypts of YouTube at this point, dude. <laughs> He's probably got like fucking uh, 700 MK fucking some Roman numeral views by now. Oh, I doubt that. It was like the first video <laughs> uploaded on YouTube in 05 and shit. No, that was that was a fucking, that was a weird summer, dude. All I ever wanted to do was play OzFest and then I finally got to do it and I was like, this is kind of fucking <laughs> shitty, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. That's fucking, you got to go on at 11 in the morning and shit. Dude, it, it fucking, like, when you play the second stage, unless you're, like, one of the, like, the fucking huge bands, like Rob Zombie or, like, whatever, yeah. you, you're on a rotating slot, so sometimes you are the first band to play, sometimes you're the last band uh, before the fucking non-rotating bands play, which would yeah. be, at, like, noon or whatever, but every day was exactly the same, dude, no matter what time you played, uh, once you got done, you had to go to the FYE tent and, like, fucking sign autographs. And then, like, the rest of the day, it was literally, like, just 
party. Go to the Jaeger tent and get fucked up. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you know what's fucking weird though? Like not to like stretch this whole thing out, but like that was the only Ozfest I didn't go to, and it was because some weird shit happened. But I did see you on the Sounds of the Underground. I think when you were still doing the whole around that time, and you guys went on second. Yeah, that was an awful show for me. Was it? Yeah, I forgot my drum throwing at home, so I had to use somebody else's, and it was broke, so I couldn't adjust it. So I was like setting fucking way lower than I was used to. Yeah, it was sad. Yeah, I remember. It was a uh, very, very sad time for me. <laughs> I remember you, you like hung out with, with AJ and I the day before, like that week, and you're like, get there early. I think we're going to play early. Yeah. And I think you played second. But then the rest of the time, you're just on the hill with us getting fucked up and shit. Like, you know. That was, it was good times, but, uh, the fucking Ozfest. Like, this guy, what the fuck? You know, it's almost like, dude, if your friend decides to be a porn star, right? Okay. Or whatever the case may be, and you walk into a magazine shop and you just see your boys fucking, you know, on the cover and shit, and you're like, well, he made it. Okay, well, that's cool. I see this dude on the cover of a fucking magazine, dude. Like, I think he was 17 or something. Fucking blew my mind. Like, what? I was 19. Was that it, was it? I still, I, I still, has still I still wasn't old enough to be drinking, but here I am with a fucking Budweiser of all fucking beers in my hand, just like uh, you could see it in my face. I am fucking two sheets to the wind. <laughs> weren't you on Krang? Was that Krang? It was one of those magazines, it man. Like it, it was, it was. Pit, it is. It yeah, was, it's that one. Yeah, yeah. Because it had like the blue, like the blue Slayer logo on that one. Still yeah. has it in the basement, dude. It's dude, that's like, funny. Yeah, and just the whole running joke, Zach can't get into the bar because he's not old enough in the video and shit. That was so much fun. <laughs> because I literally wasn't, dude. I like, that, that that whole thing. Fucking up that Coney, though. Yeah. Guys, oh, yeah. Even though that fucking died, but Coney fucking wrecked it all, dude. Yeah, it was good times, man. But, yeah, we had uh, we played a funeral fucking parlor one time. Uh, I'm just trying to think of some highlights of things, weird things that we've done. Um, oh, the show in Jackson. The show in Jackson. It was. It was a. Uh, um, it was Corp. a. Cor- it was like a corpse freezer. It was where they kept the bodies. Where they pulled the drawers out. Yeah. I think Steve told me about this place. Dude played with uh, with Sauron. Where right? No, no, they no, they weren't it was on around it. that time. We played with Sauron all the time back in the day. I just linked up with Victor. Yeah. And I'm, and he's like, wait, like cut rate, Steve. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm still around. I haven't died yet. <laughs> and he's like wearing flip flops, smoking a cigar with like a flannel on and a vest. I'm yep. like, dude, Vic still rules. I gave him a maiden back patch at the music station at like 03, dude. And he was like, oh my God, dude. And I was like, remember that, dude? That's me. I'm that guy. <laughs> That's me. Like, what, uh, what are you drinking? I got you. Like, he was like, dude, dude that, that fucking. <laughs> the the <laughs> corpse freezer show, dude. That was, that was crazy, man. Because yeah, we were, uh, you know, we were all still teenagers and shit. We get there and there's like, fucking immediately we get there and there's this dude in the corner like shooting up this is in jackson too yeah, mind yeah. you so um this funeral thing was like not didn't wasn't used anymore but the power was still on so someone would climb through a window and they had a like a kitchenette with a fridge and like you could cook food like the person that worked there used to like live there did a fucking like gorilla style show like legally done yes yeah. that's fucking amazing and yes. it's soundproof because amazing. it's a fucking morgue right so like you you close the door where the bands are played and it's probably the size of my kitchen it was small as fuck and like bands were set in every corner but man so much beer got spilled on the cement floor dude people were slipping and falling and like dude didn't you say somebody uh sprayed pepper spray yeah, we that happened. That. Yeah, well, Joker. dude, this this fucking dude got fucking like power bombed on the cement floor, man. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, that was that was a fucking insane show. And we're locked in a fucking room that's airtight. Corpse freezer. And he just emptied an entire canister of pepper spray in the fucking room. Dude, get fucked. Dude, it sucked. <laughs> it, it was terrible. It was painful, man. But Joker painful. was like a black belt in like jujitsu, wasn't he? Yeah, he was that... like the nicest guy ever. He was in a band called Anal Misery. Anal Misery. Yeah. With the play Drildo. Drildo, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but Joker, dude, he was he was all he like the nicest, most genuine dude ever. But he was legit like a lethal weapon. Yeah, some drunk or drugged up dude came in there and started some shit. And Joker tried to like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like reasoning with the guy, and he just like emptied a whole can like in his face and all over the place. The whole fucking room just emptied out. Earlier before that, do you remember the kid that was trying to act like a tough guy? And he's like, dude, put me in one of those drawers, dude. Oh, fuck that ain't shit. <laughs> Yep. Dude, they opened up the drawer that you put the corpse in, put him in there, and shut it, and left him in there for ten minutes. <laughs> and you could hear faint like, <laughs> and they opened it. He's like, "Don't!" He was so fucking like traumatized. He's like, "Don't fucking!" Oh my god, dude! Yeah. You could only hear a faint tapping. Yeah, because it's it's a it's fucking that fucking thick. Yes, dude. I, see, I've never actually seen an actual morgue drawer. I never, I never seen. Dude, there was there was. I still, never assumed they were that thick they, they where you still, could fucking not hear shit. There was still like the fucking like the hooks on the ceiling and mm-hmm. shit on like the slides. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a that fucking band that played before us, the one with the sick the drummer. Who the, it was like a black metal band, and he, the dude looked like fucking Devin Townsend and shit. But he's, he had like the head to the side. Just that was the drummer from Anal Misery. Sa- was it Satanic Steve? Yeah, because all those Jackson dudes were in like fucking ninety bands. Mm. They were all the same bands that were playing that night. Fucking limb grinder, limb grinder, dude. Hell bacon. yeah, yep. fucking bacon. You know what's funny is I was telling Jared like because like bacon was really into sludge. He was he was the like, sludge dude. Yep. Yeah, and limb grinder was I loved him. I didn't even know what sludge was. I was just like these dudes are slow and heavy, and it was cool. And bacon was a cool dude. But there's like a thing now like someone runs a page and they're something. It's bacon. I'm like, is that like it made sense? It's like a I follow it on Instagram and on other shit, and it's like. Sludge something, Sludge Maniac on YouTube channel. Is his real name Chaz? It could be. If it is, that is definitely him. Okay, yeah, because it, it, I seen like an alias of Bacon or something on there. I'm like, is he still at it? Like, is that still a thing? He's still around, man. He, the, uh, the, the fucking cover of their uh, fucking CD was the fingers in the grinder from like uh, Rotten.com. Yep. But on the back was just a big pot leaf. Yep. He's like, oh, I listen to, like, Nooth Grush and, like, Meth Drinker and shit. And I'm like, who are those guys? This was, like, O2 and shit. Yeah. Bacon was cool, man. He's fucking always had the good weed, too. He'd yep. show up with the fucking Hydro before Hydro was a thing. I got some Christmas trees. You guys bored? What's up? Like, <laughs> Give me higher than fucking giraffe pussy. Fucking A, dude. And then I had to play a show. <laughs> I'll just drown it out with the Jaeger. That'll solve everything. <laughs> <laughs> Play some heroin. It's fucking. The song's about ordering a cheeseburger with nothing on it and getting everything on it. Life's a bitch. <laughs> the song goes. That was that point. was that was literally like an intro to a song. Yeah. That this guy would fucking spit out every time, dude. <laughs> song goes out to the victims of 9/11. You lucky motherfuckers, man. <laughs> fuckers got what they deserved. <laughs> Everyone cleared out. There was no one left. Like everyone was like, "Dude, we're out of here. Come on, honey, get your coat." Like, dude, the whole fucking Iraq theater just emptied out. It was just us, and that he got pissed. Like, dude, that was our whole fucking audience. Who just like, I'm like, well, fuck. We like all- the the twelve people that were there, <laughs> they all left, and so, they were they were like fucking parents of like the other yeah. bands that were playing. Yeah, yeah. Shit. It, 
and Slayer Dad was like, "No, I know what you were trying to say. You were like, you're, I know they just took it the wrong way." I'm like, "No, they took it the right way. Fuck, who cares?" Like, fuck. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, well, now you're just being an asshole, dude." And then like AJ's in the army a year later. Like, maybe I am an asshole. Oh, what the man. fuck? Yeah, those are good times. But uh... <laughs> I'm like fucking hanging out, smashed under the autograph, fucking. Uh, Five by ten of Corey Feldman's band and shit at the <laughs> Corey Feldman played here. What is it? But yeah, I miss those days. It's good times for sure, man. Yeah, they were, man. We're gonna have to have him back on the show just because so much shit hasn't been touched. But I definitely have to take a piss. I need a cigarette. I'm probably gonna roll a joint. So <laughs> I'll come back anytime, dude. This is we'll do we'll do a part two. And then we'll actually talk more about Serbian film. Maybe pick another one. <laughs> we'll do fucking uh, a trifecta. Serbian part two with martyrs and human centipede two. Mm. That'll be a violent episode. And then we'll, we'll, we'll put a fucking uh, a shit life track at the end of it or something. Maybe you guys might have a new track out by then. If you guys don't mind us playing it on your Not at all. thing. Yeah. Our intro is Slasher Dave. Or no, our outro is Slasher Dave. Intro is Shitfucker. And they're all cool with it. So we're like... We have, like, fucking... Like, a couple of demos of new songs, but, like, nothing that me and Chris have recorded together yet. Yeah. Working on it. Don't threaten me with a good time. Like, <laughs> it's a thrash-grinding fuck machine. That's right, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking huge fan, but... Anything else you anyone wants to add? I'm sorry. I'm just, like, having way too much fun right now. I probably should shut it down. <laughs> I mean, we could go into what... Have you been watching anything? Besides um, Serbian film yesterday and today? <laughs> no, not really. Um, I've, I've been... Uh, I've been slacking on the horror, shock, slasher, fucking, like, whatever... Mostly just been watching, uh, I don't know, like HBO shows. I, I watched uh, Band of Brothers. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and uh, Generation Kill. Never it's, seen it. I mean, it's it's along the, the same lines as Band of Brothers. It's just like the Iraq War instead of World War II. Oh, okay. Shit, yeah. Uh, really good though, man. Yeah. Other than, I, <laughs> I yeah, I haven't I haven't been watching shit. Rick and Morty. <laughs> Dude, I go through spurs where I watch like zero fucking movies. Yeah, man. episodes and it's like, what have you been watching? I don't fucking know. Nothing. That's like where I'm at right now. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I, I guess in October, like, I was I was watch, I was trying to watch like new shit, like new horror films and shit every day, but I wasn't really getting anywhere with it. It was all yeah stuff that like looked cool, but once you got to watching it, it wasn't that cool. You know. <laughs> Like, uh... That's how it is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, dude. Like, cover art's great. Movie's fucking garbage, dude. Yeah. I hate that. Um, uh, okay, alright, so... This movie, Cuso. It's on Shutter. Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck, who the hell made that? I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, Flying Lotus. Yes. And it's a fucking trip, dude. It is. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a horror film but man it is fucking gross there there's so much gross shit in that movie it's Which one is this it's called cuso cuso yeah i think it i don't know if it's on shutter anymore it, it is it's still, still, still on shutter yeah it's on shutter 
Is it an original? Shutter original? No. No? Flying I'm... Lotus, who's a hip-hop artist, yeah? Yep. He's a producer. Yep. Okay. Wanted to make a movie. Got him to make a movie. And made this fucking movie, and it's fucking trippy as shit. What? Yeah. It's gross. It's yeah. very gross. Uh, I'll check it out. It's kind of like a fever dream. Okay. A lot of ins and outs. Yeah. Like, basically, the premise of the movie is, is there's this, um, like... It's like a post-apocalyptic thing, but not like in a Mad Max sense. There's like uh, this disease that hits L.A. And then all this shit that happens is kind of fucking loosely linked through these um, old TVs. Wow. Yeah, when they start showing these scenes, they like start on these fucking like old like bubble boob tube fucking, you know, shit televisions and stuff. Wow people got the shit that looks like herpes it's like all over their lips and their faces so like a plague then kind of yeah yeah or a virus or something yeah ah that sounds cool it's fucking gross though (laughs) it's like broken into like multiple stories but they're all interconnected yeah okay and there's like it's almost i don't want to say like it's like an abc's of death but it's kind of like that in the fact that there's so many intertwined stories and it kind of goes back and forth between shit Gotcha. It's intense, though. It's fucking trippy, dude. Very intense. Dude, have you guys... I think you have. Have you ever seen Altered States? It's an old movie about the guy that tries to um, uh, organically create an out-of-body experience. It's from, like, 1980, I think. I don't think I have. Yeah. He, he, like, takes hallucinogenics, but, like, floats in water. But they have, like, sensors connected to him so he can monitor his uh, mental... He's in college and shit, but then he actually hangs out with some natives in the fucking mountains for real and drinks like this peyote uh, that they're cooking over an open fire like a liquid and just, dude, <laughs> that movie's fucking nutty. It's 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 great, though. Like, yeah, he starts transforming into a half-man, half-animal, but it looks like the AHA video. Yeah. But it's his mind fucking seeing this shit. <laughs> that is exactly how I felt watching Devourment on accident. Oh, that, that's insanity, dude. Insanity, yeah. He's hanging out with these natives, and they just give him, like, this wooden spoon of, like, this peyote tea. And he's like, yeah, cool. Have some ayahuasca. But he, like, drank the whole fucking thing, and they, like, kind of look at him. Because they're just like... He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Game over, dude. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> yeah. Is that on uh, any like streaming sites or anything? I don't know. I have a DVD if you want to borrow it, though. I think I do. I know I have it on VHS, but I did have the DVD. The artwork's upside down. It says altered states, right? But the he's yeah. hanging upside down with the wires connected to him. Mm-hmm. That dude, band I, Dead to Fall back in the day. I don't know. I partied with them a few times, and they were like, dude, Altered States is like the whole reason we wrote this new album. It's like the most trippy movie ever. And there was some anime movie they told me about that I never watched. But I found Altered States at fucking Gibraltar for like two bucks. And I thought I had the fucking DVD upside down. <laughs> it's like, I put, I fucking watched it. It was like, wow, this is incredible. Like, yeah, it's, it's a fucking good movie. Yeah, it's really good, for sure. Almost like a Cronenberg feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like how fucking weird Videodrome is, but how like like only a visionary could like manufacture a film like that. That's how Altered States is, dude. Like, yeah, I'm definitely interested. I'll in see if I can find movie. the disc and and you could probably fucking have it. I got it on VHS, man. It's a must watch, though. I know you'd like it for sure. Take a break from Serbia film for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch that shit all the time. No, I know you don't. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> 
Even if you did. I've, I've, I've definitely watched it more than fucking your average jerk-off, but, uh, like, most of my viewings of that movie have been, like, to... I don't know, to get reactions out of other people mostly. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I understand that, dude. Fucking those uh, mixtapes <laughs> that you used to put on, dude. It's like, dude, Jason's straight up hitting a fucking chick against the tree in a sleeping bag and then hardcore porn. And then it just flashed. Blah, 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 blah. Just... <laughs> those TV are fucking, sound off, dude. records up high, dude. Mixtapes are a blast, man. But they're almost all, like... At least all the really good ones are like it's mixed in with like really fucking extreme gore and just fucked up shit, and then really fucking weird straight up porn. Yeah, but like dudes getting their nuts fucking hit and fucking vice vice grips and shit. Yeah, fucking uh, what was the one? It's like the it's the commercial for like the dating game or whatever the old board game from the fifties. Yeah, it was like uh, who, <laughs> guess who or uh, or uh, Margaret. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the fucking game. Mystery date. Mystery date. Where <laughs> yeah. you open the door of the thing and has like pictures filled to be a picture person. The fucking one they did the they did it for the video. It's like the commercial. When they open the door, it's a fucking like dude hanging by his testicles. Yeah, like it's not like. <laughs> so it's like this like 50s like mystery date who's behind door number one it's just like dude hanging from it. <laughs> it's fucking Captain Howdy oh dude was that fucking Strangeland yeah dude oh god dude I forgot about that movie that's been a while it's an awesome movie fucking awesome <laughs> awesome sound metal house of hair with D Snyder baby and we're coming in hot with this, this is enough enough with the remember that shit I, I remember dude. it's a hard Sunday morning dude you're just trying to get fucking Big D's breakfast before they close down like hey welcome back like whoa dude that movie had a fucking awesome soundtrack man all, yeah. all the new metal fucking greats so did uh, Bride of Chucky yeah, that was another good one. Um, Spawn. Remember Spawn. that one? Dracula 2000. Nine Inch Nails. Uh, the uh, Lost Highway. Lost Highway soundtrack. Lost the Highway Crow. was sick. The Crow. Yeah, the original the Crow, Crow soundtrack was great. Dude, actually, all Helmet of those all, all of those fucking movie soundtracks were like pretty good. Um, I mean, they may not have always had the best bands, but they had like a just like a good overall mix going on and shit. That I original miss, uh, like I fucking dig movie scores and getting the soundtracks like of that mm. but I kind of miss when movie soundtracks were straight up like bands you get the soundtrack from the movie and it's like 13 fucking bands with tracks specifically written for this movie yeah. that you may have heard in the background in the movie somewhere yeah for 10 seconds or whatever yeah. like dude I dig scores I dig getting like a fucking like a goblin score or something but they need to bring that back like for instance like Empire Records every song from all those like grunge whatever, yeah, were written specifically for the movie. So you, it wasn't like if you bought the fucking uh, whatever L seven record, you were going to get that song. You had to buy the movie soundtrack because they wrote the song for that. There was a couple movies like that at that time where like, yeah, dude, I know you like fucking Nine Inch Nails, but Perfect Drug is only on the Crow soundtrack. You're going to get the remix version. The original is the last song on the Crow 94 set. You know what I mean? It was like exclusive shit. You could probably buy the single back then on cassette, but who gives a fuck about that? Lost Highway, you mean? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was Lost Highway. Uh, the Nine Inch Nails song on the Crow, like the original Crow, was uh, 
It was only written for the movie, though, right? It wasn't either. It was like a B-side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember that. But a Perfect Drug, like, I, I don't, other than, like, some, like, fucking compilation albums years after or something like that, I I think that was, like, exclusively, like, for that. I mean, yeah. then there was, like, 12 club remixes and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, Glow Stick fucking remix number 32 or whatever it was. You know, Hard <laughs> 96. Do you guys remember Maxi Singles? Maxi Singles? <laughs> Seriously, you get, like, a yeah. cassette, and it's, like, the original song track, the, the original of the song on one side, and then the B-side would be, like, a remix of that song. Or an and extended version with yeah. extra. Yeah. And it was always the fucking uh, O-card instead of, like, a, so like, the paper fucking sleeve cassettes. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. The O card. Remember Dope? I was handed those. That, that pan Dope. Oh, fucking Dope. Yeah. Orange tapes. Yeah, dude. How many times have we fucking seen them at oh, Harpo's, dude? We see dude. them every weekend. Fuck the yeah. police. Yep. Yeah. yeah Shit they Life. They had a song called Shit Life, Yeah, they dude. did. I forgot. Yeah, they yeah. had a song called Shit Life. And <laughs> what's fucking the, like, the most hilarious thing about that is, is like when you type in Shit Life on YouTube, our stuff, which has only been out, like, I don't know. 10 or 12 years. About 10 years. Like, will come up before their shit that's been out. I don't know. When did that album come out? 2003? Yeah. 2002? 2001? Something like that? Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. The Fuck the Police cover was always cool, though. Yeah. Like, the NWA cover. And they always had, like, the fucking barbed wire in the prison gates with the lights and shit. I just remember they, they headlined. We played a show. Yeah. They had like, at Harpo's. Yep, it wasn't a big show. It was just them with local. We opened, and they were just so not happy about life. Like none of them looked. And the one dude's like, "You know where I can get like some dope, man?" Like so I swear he was sitting on the <laughs> stairs, like on the side of Harpo's, where you walk. He's just sitting there. I'm like, "That's the dude from Dope, whatever, right?" And I'm just standing there, and like by that time, no one was around anymore. He's like, "Man, where can I score some dope, dude?" And they were all strung out at that point or something, dude. Like. He didn't look good at all. He didn't look good at all. He, he was he, not well. He was not well. He had like the so the so it's not just a clever name. Nope. <laughs> fucking... Fuck the shitty Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> crucial taunts just wrapping up. <laughs> fucking crucial taunts. <laughs> Cassandra. <laughs> you have your career and your producer. And I just think it's time that we got several ways. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking crucial taunt, man. <laughs> fucking crucial taunt. Dude, what about you, man? What have you been? Uh, what have you been watching? Uh, I watched curtains today. Uh, Black Christmas. Uh, I did the Don't Open Till Christmas. Haven't gotten to the Silent Night, Deadly Night yet. I also did. Oh my god, I'm trying to think, man. It's been completely random. I don't know. I yeah. I, I mean, still haven't dug into any Christmas horror movies. Yeah, I've been uh This is like the first year that I really made a point to do that, but not just horror Christmas. You usually it's Scrooged fucking Christmas vacation. You know, this year I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm watching Elves. I'm watching fucking Black Christmas. The only ones I haven't gotten to yet are Silent Night, Deadly Night, 
which I really like the first one and the fifth one. Punish! Punish! <laughs> Uh, first one and five are my favorites. I think I've watched all the rest of them though. Am I forgetting? I've watched Christmas Evil. I watched that the other night. Um, I think that's it. I don't think there's any other Christmas ones. Are there? There's Silent Night, Bloody Night, but yeah. Um, did you say to all a good night? Oh, I watched that like in November, like right after Thanksgiving. That was the first one. But you, he would like that movie. David Hess, the Krug from Last House on the Left, the main dude. Yeah. Writ wrote and produced a slasher in 1980, long before, like years before Silent Night, Deadly Night, where there was a killer Santa in a girl's fraternity. Is that how that worked out? I believe so. Believe yeah. Just a, like a B fucking cheesy ass slasher, but if Sick. you like slasher movies, that's killer, dude. I'd give it a watch. Yeah, you'd probably like it. It's just the YouTube transfer is so dark. I have to adjust the brightness on my TV because the transfer from the VHS is so like dim. I think hard I, to see what's going on. I want to say it either got a up to date release or is getting one. No, it did. It did. Okay. I've, I've been seeing people with the Blu-rays. I don't know who put it out though. I don't yeah. know if it's Severin or fucking. I can't remember. I can't either. So there is a there is a Blu-ray of it. I don't know if it comes with any bells and whistles or perks or whatever. That's how they get people to buy Blu-rays now. Like the Pieces movie comes with puzzle pieces. You just get cool collectible shit that comes with it that prompts people to buy it instead of just stream it. Then Honestly, you get a physical though, copy and you get the, you know what I mean? A lot of the companies, like especially like Vinegar Syndrome, you get probably the most intact full version of a movie that used to not exist. Like you can only ever see like a cut version. They fucking hunt down the elements, get it all transferred and cleaned up, mm -hmm. make a fucking, give you the full uncut, plus give you a shit ton of fucking, they go out of their way and do fucking like interviews and shit with people. Like involved in the movie, plus any extra stuff, so they make it kind of worth your while to pick up. Especially, I mean, I guess certain movies, not all of them, but it's definitely worth your while to pick up like physical copies of a lot of this shit because just the extra stuff that comes with it. For sure. Now, isn't uh, like isn't or hasn't it already been out the Serbian film on Blu-ray? Yeah, that's um, like supposed to be like the one hundred percent uncut, unfucking censored, unearth films. Yeah, okay. They did uh, I want to say it was last year? It was like last out? year or this year, wasn't yeah, it? It's like yeah, the definitive. Like it's like one hundred and four minutes, and a bunch of extra shit on that. And I think I don't know if it got released yet or is it getting released or coming out with a Serbian film documentary like making of. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pick that up. There's also a Milos action figure. Is there? Yeah. I don't know how limited it was, but yeah, somebody made a Milo's action figure. I need to get my hands on that. Yeah. <clears throat> fucker up. Milo's <laughs> action figure. No, because th there's been so many cool, fucking though. different versions of that movie, and there, you know, some of them are like, oh, this is, you know, the definitive there's uncut There's been like shit. four different uncuts. That are still cut up. Yeah. That yeah. Like, they, it's like uncut for all they know that exists, and another company comes out like a year or two later like well here's the the here's, most uncut and here's it's like two more minutes of footage minutes. and i think like yeah unearth film i'm pretty sure uh uh i'm blanking on the guy's name who runs it but he worked with the director got, so like, that's everything. like it's like the complete i don't think there's ever going to be another uncut like that's, <laughs> that's what's up man because i remember like when we when we came home from that fucking that nazim show and like you were like oh yeah i have a serbian film you know uh that like that fucking that cut that was like the legit at the time that was the most uncut one you could get for and sure i think now it's like it's 100 percent not but i'm curious now because now i'm i, I think i'm gonna buy the unearth one 
because I'm I'm just dying to know. Yeah, absolutely. What the fuck else is there? If because I thought for the I mean for the longest time I had like what was the uncut one? Yeah, it's like dude, what the fuck else am I missing then? Like that's like the full hundred and three minutes of the fucking movie or whatever. That's like yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking I'm probably gonna pick it up because I'm just curious at this point. Can't be anything worse than what the fuck's already in the movie. Like what's what what the fuck's missing? Right. I got one for you. I actually just watched it because I knew we were, since we were doing this one, I was like, let's let's watch another movie from Serbia. Came out a year before Serbian film. Uh, Life and Death of a Porno Gang. I think I've seen this mentioned in various websites and lists really? and shit like that. It's, uh, it definitely gets grim. It's not as a complete, like, dark and grim as Serbian film and as shocking. But it's, uh... It's definitely some fucking moments in this movie, man. Definitely check it out. You, I think it's right up your alley. You would definitely dig it. Well, there's always, uh, you know, there's always Salo. Oh yeah, Manja, Manja. Yeah. <laughs> there's always, there's always Salo. And then there's always, uh, I'm just trying to think of movies along those lines, man. Fucking this forty-five, pretty fucked up. That one's on Shutter right now too, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. I think it's still up, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's on there. I think it's on Tubi as well. You, you have Tubi, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, you gotta have Tubi, man. Tubi, Pluto, and uh, Shudder. Fucking absolutely. Honestly, if you can get it, get um, Midnight Pulp. Oh, yeah. you would. That's, that's him all day. What is that, five bucks a month? Mm-hmm. I can't... Um, Midnight Pulp. Midnight Pulp. That's what it's... It's all exploitation and like... Like weird shit just weird fucking, yeah just disturbing like, films yeah and even like disturbing cart like weird cartoons and shit yeah. like they got a lot of like like gory uh, anime on there nice dude i can't it's not compatible with the xbox one it's only like a roku thing and i could do it on my phone um they haven't updated that yet because i want to download it on that you showed me i i go on there and i even still get emails from them because i sign up to their thing and i can watch it on my phone but fucking watching yeah, I just always go back to that David Lynch fucking these fucking motherfuckers watch a movie on a telephone. What the fuck? How do you like that whole Randy goes on when he's fucking pissed that people are watching movies on phones, dude? Like these guys today watching movies on their telephones on a on a fucking telephone. He calls this a telephone. I can't do a David Lynch voice. With <laughs> he, like say, he doesn't say so. He's like, how do you get what you need to get out of a fucking cinematic experience on a fucking telephone? A fucking telephone. It's like he goes nuts, dude. He goes fucking ape shit. But I, uh, I, their lineup and just their selection, nothing there is really mainstream. It's all fucking weird underground of any sort. It doesn't have to be gory or fucked up. It's just left of center. Like anything out of the ordinary. Yeah, just like, yeah, it's yeah. it's super cool. So so the whoever put that whole fucking gig together, they're on a they're on a cool level. Like they, you know what I mean? Fucking they had, uh, they had rubbers lovers on there. What was that weird cartoon you found that was fucking? It looked like eighties era cartoon. Uh, it was a foreign cartoon, and you're just like something's not right with this. <laughs> you put it on, it was like subtitled, and just weird shits happening. We're like, what the fuck, dude? I do not remember. You, this. oh man, that was fucking. Yeah, you're like, dude, I, I have a feeling we're gonna get this weird shit with this, and I'm like, I'm on board. Let's do it. Dude. <laughs> it's got subtitles. It can't be right, dude. Not here. Not where we live. Who would have thought? Not me. Yeah, Midnight Pulp. Check it out, dude. 
And I'll even uh, text you to remind you. It's five bucks, I think. Yeah. Oh, there's a free. Bucks. Is there a free one with? There's ads? a free. Well, there's a free option, but then you'll find you'll go to put on a movie, and you'll be like, "Oh, you need to be upgraded to watch." Well, they this. mark the ones that are. It's time to open thy wallet. Oh god! Don't, <laughs> don't, 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 don't wake up in a fucking cold sweat. Fucking with that shit. I have nightmares about that. Oh Heck, shit! First... The new anguish fucking release, dude. Heart breaking into pieces and some dumb shit. This time has come. You're not gonna be able to listen to this. Dude, when I got first got Midnight Pulp, I like happened to one of the first movies I saw, I clicked on it, and it was one of the free ones. So at that point I just assumed like cool, all this shit's free. And then I was scrolling through and I saw a bunch of big fucking banger movies and da da da. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's turn this one on. And I clicked in, it was like, Oh, you must be a premium member. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Well they mark them. Now. That's yeah, that's when I started like Kind of going through and paying attention. I'm like, son of a bitch. Pulp Plus. Yeah. Got to get that Pulp Plus. Son. Pulp Plus. Got to get that Pulp Plus. <laughs> well, I think it's worth it. Yeah. Bunch of fucking killer shit on there. Yeah. Bunch of shockumentary stuff, too. Pretty cool. So, we're going to have you back. We're going to have him back on. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll come back whenever. Try to get Chris to come on with you. We'll do a fucking shit life, actual shit life episode. We'll just play trivia or something. Yeah, this is cool. This is fucking uh, Jared. Oh, it's good to be back. Steve, Zach, Yo Gibson, dude. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming. Being thanks on for this. being on, dude. But thank you guys for having me. This is this has been awesome. We'll make it happen again, dude. And uh, watch Serbian film or don't. Anyway, <clears throat> you probably should. Everybody should see it at least once. Probably check that out. Yeah. Don't smoke mids. Never. <laughs> Later. I right, see you guys. Peace.